My name is Jonathan Schultz. I'm the captain of Team Huge on BattleBots, and you're listening to the Robocast. My name is Seven at Sixty Four, and welcome back to the Robocast with myself, Steve the American Killjoy, World of Woodrow, and the lovely Jonathan. Schultz. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan, I think this is the first time we've spoken to you when everything just seems to be going. <laughs> the last two yeah, times got, have been kind of kind of sad. Explain. I've got no excuses. You know, it's just going well. <laughs> what have you been feeding that robot this year? I mean, something has happened. What what has happened? What have you done? Other people. Uh, right. It's a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of it, you know, confidence matters, how you drive matters, and, and understanding the strategy matters, and it can make things look easy that may not have actually been easy in the past. That's I a mean, lot of it. You know, this this season has been, I mean, we'll, we'll, let's let's go to your record, because first of all, mm-hmm. wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, you look at the, the fights you've had, you know, the, the, this three serious contenders and a new robot you know star child is a big unknown but yeah. dangerous in its we own had right to fight them. exactly yeah. but the other three have all been in the bracket before have two have reached the top eight you know mm-hmm. serious opponents and you just walk through it and fairly comfortably and 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 look where fusion was right before we fought them too exactly right? mm-hmm. coming off of the witch doctor fight and i went up, we were pitted next to witch doctor and i went over and said how you know i see the weapon hub totally split open i was like what holds your hub together? And they said, six half-inch bolts. And I was like, well. And they glanced at our hub with six half-inch bolts in it and go, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yours is on quite a bit, a lo- bit of a longer moment arm, so there could it be is. much <laughs> stronger forces at that base, at that axle, right. so have fun. And, and it's like, oh, you know, we should win this one quickly if we are if we have a chance, right? And, and Sure. Yeah, no. you know, I saw the schedule. First of all, the scheduling this year has been... It's so, so great to have it all in advance and to know what you're coming up against to prepare in advance. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we saw it and we said, man, these are four fights that we could really screw up. And these are four fights that we could really win. And and so we got to do it right for each one, obviously. But like, this is this is kind of the opening. This is the chance. We've never really had a season that we could really go for and out. And and uh, so it's like, all right, let's not let's not blow it. And 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 you haven't. And it has been. It has honestly been such a joy um, to to watch you this season because you know mm. we, we 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 having spoken to you a fair few times and and outside of the podcast as well like you know we we know you've been through the ringer <clears throat> obviously yeah. with how things were in 2020 with the with the whole hydra catcher that was a whole thing and then mm. last season with everything that could hit you everything could hit you yeah I mean and- this season's lineup two things can hit you two <clears throat> things are very small and difficult to hit. Mm-hmm. Like right. it, it's again not an easy lineup for huge, but you have made it look infinitely easier than I think anybody could think possible. Because mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, even from the off in the shatter fight, what a fantastic first fight out for huge, and it, I think it really set the tone for the series mm-hmm. for for this bot. Yeah, and that was day one of filming. That wasn't like yeah. you get to think about it and watch bots fight. No. That was that was straight out the gates last year because. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I have to go on. And mm-hmm. and you saw in the fight when they um they raced across the arena like from the corner. Mm-hmm. But we had no indication that Shatter had gotten a lot faster. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, yeah. I've got thirty feet of space, it's time to turn away and spin up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you can see me, I'm looking at huge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Make sure spin up. 
Yeah, and Shadow with a really flat floor at the beginning of the season where it hasn't been covered up yet, you know, that's how fast it worked. Correct. The mechanisms worked for the floor, worked for the mechanisms, not their fault. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's. I think the more you know about robots, the more you know how scared we were of Blip, also. A lot of people. That fight was. Like it, until you gave him the, the hardest fight we had all season. Yeah, it, until yeah. you gave him the, the, like this, the brain surgery. Like it, it was, <laughs> it was, it was Blip's fight. Like they were, they were throwing you around. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, doing really well. And then the flipper stopped, and suddenly it, it wasn't anymore. Yeah. It's the I'm kind fine. of hit that you and I are for the rest of the year. Yeah, which was all we could do, right? Like we, yeah. we didn't expect that we were going to go through the the base. We didn't really expect we were going to get too deep into it, spinning down or upwards. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I just hope something breaks. Like, the only way we can win this is judges where something breaks and we don't. Mm-hmm. And, and, sure and we knew that, and they knew that. And they're like, well, okay, so if we stack on armor and just get hit for three minutes, we'll probably win. Yep. And and that was, yeah, I almost worked. Sure enough. Yeah. And then. <laughs> well, should we... um. Fusion was fun and Star Child was more fun. Yeah, and then... <laughs> I, I was going to say, yeah, the, the, the fusion <laughs> capping was good. And then the... the, the, the uh, I mean... The, the, the visceral nature of killing Star Child. Seeing Star Child, like, I've, I've never like Star Child was I, I, so. I saw some fan comments who were like, you know, well, Riptide did nothing wrong because huge, you know, eviscerated the Star Child, and then I kind of thought about that. It's like we maybe could have. Yeah. Well, you did. You, you did help them in their merch uh, adventures, though, because I mean, you know, there's so a lot of parts for definitely. Star Child to be given out to the world. <laughs> By the way, code still works. I was so. going to say we, we should we should address that we are once again sponsored by Robots for My Life. Until the, yep. We're until as surprised as you guys are. Yeah, yeah. It's, yep. as a very good segue, Steve. I like that a lot. Well done, mate. Mm-hmm. That's you, you learned. Use code Robocast at checkout for is it twenty five twenty five twenty five percent? Wow, yeah. good deal, guys. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. It is a good deal. Let's talk about some fan questions, shall we? We've got we've got uh, we've honestly this is the most we've ever had. Yeah. It was about fifty or sixty questions, and if we use them all. This podcast would be about six hours long. No one would listen to it. <laughs> no. Honestly. Well, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> My mom would. Oh. <laughs> Hello to Jonathan's mom. Hi, Mrs. Schultz. Um, <laughs> let's start off with um, two, well, a question from about three different people, which is Aiden Muted, Patrick from Team Heatwave on Discord, and also Lord Tommy on Twitter, who asks, what gave you the idea of a huge, and did you, does huge take any inspiration from Gabriel from Robot Wars? More of like a new question for like people like I know we probably talked about this before, but this is really more for new listeners. Like, where did huge come from? Yeah, I think it's a good question also, because if you have a very BattleBots mindset, right, mm-hmm. huge is completely out of left field. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Gabriel connection is very, very real. It was um, I had built my first robot, which was a small, tiny vertical spinner. Uh, and I was watching Robot Wars and BattleBots at the time. It was like 2016. I saw how good Gabriel was doing and how resistant it was. And I said, well, I can just put A on B, right? So I took the parts from the vertical spinner, um, which I still have. And it hasn't run since I started building Huges. Uh, and I made the big wheels and I, I figured out the gearing and I figured out that it needs legs on the back and all these things. It was totally Gabriel derived. Uh, the first one was real rickety, but it, it worked. Uh, and that led to everything. So from there, it's definitely diverged a lot where, you know, I have different wheel opinions than than Craig does. Um, and he started going into spinners as well. And he does his own thing. And, and we've never really talked or shared notes or anything. But like the the sizing was set from reading the Gabriel build logs on the FRA forum. You know, I was just trying to figure out how he did this and and how he figured it out and what the plastic was and how to make it all, all work. And mm-hmm. you know, it took us a long time to make wheels that lived up to what 
Gabriel could do. Mm-hmm. Um, but consequently, he, we have a lot more weight put into other things than, yes. uh, than they're just, they're just they're just the sword and and everything right. else. Yeah, absolutely. So we got the spinner and the motors and and everything to do with it. We need way longer poles because we don't have a big sword sticking out to get us back on our wheels. Right, That's a bunch of weight. Um, we have to have the legs which he doesn't have to have because sword. So it, it's a very diverged robot now, but yeah, the Gabriel connection is very real. And I just saw it and said, that really looks like something that could change the game up. I don't know how anyone would be able to fight it. The only person that ever touched the body in, in Robot Wars was Aftershock. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, if you reach farther than Aftershock, then maybe we'd win, right? Yes, absolutely. And and that was pretty much the the genesis. The first one was messy, um built a few isn't it always blocks. yeah oh, <laughs> you know you by your second it. or third time i mean the, the, yeah. the kids end up turning it. up i mean the robots end up turning out better <laughs> <laughs> as, as the first child uh <laughs> we, got, we got here somehow uh exactly exactly <laughs> but yeah it, you know i always say build it hate it build it hate it build it kind of like it and, and that's basically what this was is, is i'll always come back that's to what, where i'm uh, going wrong yeah i'll, I'll always <laughs> come back to what matt Spurk told us to be like did, did we build that first kraken did we really yeah um, i know and then <laughs> yep keeps i like to think i i remember Gabriel... seeing it with the air tanks in the head because us and kraken were newbies the same year mm, and right next to each other, and i was like i hope they don't put me against that because like, <laughs> sure enough explode three, three years later, die. Three years later saying, sure enough yeah you were saying but, much much better much better kraken and much better yeah. huge, i like to think that the gabriel inspired huge which has then gone on to inspire zadkiel which is the new team gabriel yeah. spinner thing because i mean that, that thing's dangerous as well and man I, I i just think that that huge has been the inspiration for something that was inspired by the team and that's just wonderful this is <laughs> like come full I hope, circle i hope so i hope he's not mad about all this stuff and and i think starchild shows there is a place in the show for other absolutely things you know i i saw a comment recently that was um you know you'll know that huge is really settled in when people stop feeling the need to put eyes on them when they build their own Mm -hmm. Uh, and and i think zankiel doesn't have eyes and starchild has his alien head and you know people start to feel more comfortable using this Mm -hmm. like it's really good zankiel is really good billy is really good uh, Even I'm looking water, towards the undercutter Wumbo, really good. Yeah, and, absolutely. And this this can work for a lot of di- and and the little Star Child are really good. Like the, absolutely, this is style that can work for a lot of different yeah. people doing a lot of different things. Yeah. Before you go too deep on Star Child, I I bumped this question up because I want to ask it. Uh, at Zach Zach, you attack and at Signal Lost on Twitter. I'm sorry. Um, uh, so what are your thoughts on uh Star Child, both the Beetle and the Heavyweight version? Yeah. Um different you know the the beetle in particular and, and how functional it is how well it does you know that's a really really fatal idea yeah. huge like like the star child that was at battlebots this year still hit the front of the ir lids mm-hmm. and just didn't hit them at full speed and and kind of a glancing hit just did a geometry stuff mm-hmm. you know so it didn't end up doing anything but that's not a highly armored area for us mm-hmm. and and it, it can't be because of so, how few people are going to attack it we need that weight for other stuff so in in huge related terms um we were fortunate that the heavyweight star child was having some you know slower spin-up issues and that sort of thing this year um but i i think it's you know they obviously didn't win fights uh but it was very particular matchups for it um, they had very horrible and, draws kind of like how you have in the last couple of years where they, it, everything it was, was designed to beat it yeah, yeah. 
And it, it's tough because it's like, it's not that you suck, it's that you lost four fights, right? And there's 50 robots here and you just lost four of them. Everybody would lose to four of them, especially if you handpicked four to, to kill it. Um, I, I think it's extremely admirable to build it and bring it just because it, you know, you deserve a lot more credit for something like that than for building something copycat. Mm, it, think- it's in in my opinion, you know, a lot of people, and especially in our comments, are like, you beat the copycats. Like they're not a copycat. If they are, I am, right? Because we didn't come uh-huh. from the real leader. Mm-hmm. But they don't they don't know that. Um, you know, they're they're not a copycat, they're doing their own thing. And and for that reason, to to put yourself out there to try and, and to fail is is worth way more than saying, you know, look how goddamn amazing I am because I just built Endgame and brought it. Mm-hmm. I built my own. Look, aren't I amazing at BattleBots? No, you're not. You did what somebody else did. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of the, the energy that drives us anyways is trying to do, you know, trying to do something unique and, and win with it. It's a lot more rewarding than than copying other people anyways. Um, but like in, in that end, I, I think they deserve a ton of credit for sticking mm-hmm. it through and doing all the fights. They wandered in to fight Gigabyte and, they, and I think they knew how that was going to go and, and to still and they, go and they still get swinging for the whole three minutes yeah. oh the whole and you can't even kill it like yeah. they deserve credit for it and you know if BattleBots will have it back which i hope and, and expect that they would and if they want to bring it back i think it's a robot that can surprise some people because it's it's definitely showed you know what what that design style can do and and the wheels are the wheels we all know the wheels and what they can do right mm-hmm. so why like, not? It should be, should be not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy? Yeah. Um, Shicken on Discord asks, how did it feel to see Huge really show what it was capable of this year after the season five and season six? That's that's a deeper question. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go, go as deep no. as you like. Obviously, you know, we, yeah. we know, having spoken to you the last couple of years, you know, you, you have struggled and you've, you know, you've not been, right. you know, it, it's been obvious on camera because, there's, there's been a lot of emotion going on and you know f- yeah. feel free to be as open as you like it must have been yeah. incredibly frustrating to not not have been given or not not had the chance to show what huge could do because i mean when right. it turned up in 2018 it everyone was like well that's not going to work and then it kicked bot yeah. <laughs> and, and um every string of it doing that was always met with an ice wave at some point mm-hmm. you know and nothing good could ever last for too long and mm-hmm. and in that sense, it, it felt it was very frustrating. It's the right word, I think, for just you know, it, it always seems to slide through your fingers. The bite force fight, that type of thing. Even uppercut, we only lost because two PCBs had a component fall off. Of. The robot was oh. mechanically pretty okay, and uppercut was dead. It's like, damn it, you know, we were that close. Uh, and it was always something. And and in in some senses, that's very driving, and in some senses, it's very disappointing. Mm. But um, so to have it actually work out well is is it has the weight of all of that attached to it. It's not just that, you know, Jonathan is happy because BattleBots went well. It's like, oh my God, after all of this, all these years, all this pushing, you know, it really actually is here doing what it does at Norwalk. <laughs> and it's here doing what it, it does at, you know, all the local events. And, and you know, we can do it. And yeah. that's yeah. It goes beyond me. It's the whole team and, and the preparations and the fact that we came out running against Shatter instead of how we usually do. And, you know, there's a lot you that say, goes into it. You but. say how you usually do, but like even the first huge that came to the screen, it was it was taking names upside from the mobility <laughs> issues. You know, it was it was it was really doing well until that's, Ice that's Wave happened is, and then Bite Force happened. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I do, you know, there's some stuff that didn't work 
Persona Waiachi fight, it wasn't spinning up well, but that didn't matter because we just got destroyed. For Mammoth, it wasn't spinning up well, but that didn't matter because Mammoth. And for Riptide, it could barely drive, but that didn't matter because Riptide. But it was always, it, it as the driver, you feel some some lacking, some hope, like I hope this goes well. Mm-hmm. And then for Shatter, it's just like, yeah, nice. It just works. Let's go Let's go fight. And it's I know totally it's... different mindset. And I know it's always nice when when Chris interviews you. And it's like it's it's at that. I think it's even in his his mind. It's nice to see you smile. He always likes seeing you smile. Yeah. Like even when like even during the COVID, COVID year, the post COVID year, uh, you guys like let me see you smile because you're the mask and you. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> and I always love that. Those he big, always brings it, out it, the best in people. You know, I, I think that they they really understand the people a lot, and they understand how much it means to all of us. And, and yeah. we're thinking about the 52 weeks a year, and and. This is what you're building up to. So mm-hmm. to have it all go well, I don't care if it goes well next year, whatever. We always have uh, how well it's going this year. And and mm-hmm. and to see it really doing what it was supposed to do, I don't think any of them. You know, I challenge anyone to actually go back and watch 2018 and 2019, our glory yeah. years. <laughs> right? It was slow. It spun up in like 10 seconds. You know, we got I mean, away. Watching the pace like of what the... the picture was always in the head. All of the robots in, in 2018 and 2019 were slow compared like, to yeah, what watching in slow now. motion. Like, yeah, it's so strange. It's, 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 the, it's the wheel spin of 2018 that makes me laugh. It's like, it's like the spinning wheels. It's, it's, it's going, it's going. It's, it's very Looney there. Tunes. It's going to get there. Yeah. I, I, right, I can understand why I've heard from literally hundreds of people who obviously don't talk to each other and plan this in advance. The exact no. same phrasing of that didn't look like it was going to work at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I agree. That's why I built it. <laughs> yep. You know, because it's different. Exactly. Yeah. One of my favorite videos of, of pre of, of pre huge is, is like when it's in the test box and your guys are like, what have we built? <laughs> what have we done? I can't believe it like moves and works. Hasn't, you know, we knew that the middle was iffy back then before it split in half. And we're like, I hope nobody hits it. <laughs> and no, nobody did but there wasn't a force to, to break something it was, it's wonderful it is, it is yeah yeah um we, we all split against moist pony the bolt was coming loose yeah start have start to do this and i was like okay we should probably stop and then oh, okay it evaporated <laughs> um anyway. question from caleb kempson the author of bees of battlebots illustrator Yep. Illustrator. 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 He draws the things. He does. It was, it was written Very... by Andrea. <laughs> I, was I like powerful. that because a lot of a lot of people will um will walk up to us and ask us to sign the page where we're getting ripped in half, and then I'll just kind of flip it to the page. <laughs> w is for wheel or something where we're not. We're not <laughs> <sign that> one. <laughs> um, he asks, uh, how do you feel about having to fight a bunch of unconventional designs before being able to fight a meta bot you were designed to beat? Ah, that's changed over time. Probably if you asked me that question a few podcasts ago, mm-hmm. I would have just been real grumpy about it. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it's something where just from understanding the motivations of the people who run the show and put the fights together and what they know people want to see, it's like, we can't show up and say, I hope we don't fight Deep Six. It's not going to happen. We have a Star Child plan going in. We have a Horizon plan going in, knowing that people will want that fight someday. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to plan for all of the anti-metas. The fusion plan was known before because it's an anti-meta weird thing. It, it's just, it's become rolled in as part of our preparations because we just expect at this mm-hmm. point that we're going to have a lineup that's more something that there's one of, right? There's one or two hammer bots. So we'll get a hammer bot. Mm-hmm. We'll get hammer sauce. We'll get fusion. You know, it's just, you got to be really ready for everyone, but then take that to heart and say like, 
not just ready with the decals we're going to stick on the robot as we fight huge but like what would be our plan if we fought huge in mm-hmm. talking in in the realm of someone else mm-hmm. like the fought a lot of people this year that aren't kind of putting something together in the pits and and um that's something we tried to at least have a plan beforehand what we would do in all these fights just because knowing we're not going to end up with a, a straight string of vertical spinners or something like that like like yeah. um claw viper it's like five straight no four straight vertical spinners and overhaul yeah like he can absolutely dial in his vertical spinner plan first yeah and worry about something else later and that's mm-hmm. going to lead to success for him but for us success means we have to fight every single weird object that has <laughs> showed up <laughs> so on the one hand you know it it, it sucks because you want to fight the the thing you're designed for but on the other hand it's like well at least you know the fans like it it, it makes people have fun and, and i think as long as we have the right mindset we can be ready for it it's not going to be as fatal <laughs> as it has meant in the past with you know your mammoths and stuff where it's just mm-hmm. like we have no idea what to do here <laughs> right. absolutely steve all right Yes. Uh, so friend of the podcast, uh, Charlie Hubbard asks, uh, how can someone go from an, uh, a robot arena two builder to a, an IRL builder? He's, he's asking for himself, obviously. <laughs> and also does gold team still rule? Gold team does still rule. Um, <laughs> from a copyright aware mindset, gold team cannot rule on television, right. not owned by, I think Viacom or Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause we did look that up. I'm... Exactly. And, and soon, soon, you know, like well, the thing is, Robot Wars was on Nickelodeon for a little bit. You know, BattleBots could simulcast. True. <laughs> there's, there's somebody there that likes like fighting we, robots. At least we at just some roll point. up. I still have the shirt. Right, we roll up with the black shirt with the gold team rules in the front, and just yeah, yeah, team now. You know, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, Iron on Mauser logos. Um, Robot Arena Two. You know, that's for people who don't know who are listening. I spent most of my childhood building virtual robots. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I really liked robotics and I really didn't have the ability or skills or tools or any accessibility to go actually build them. Yeah. And there that was the much. game of the time. There really mm-hmm. wasn't much yeah. outside of that to be, you know, to really stretch your creative muscles for design mm-hmm. of these machines. And it was also like 2008. So, it's, you know, yeah. you're limited to what Google's going to tell you. I, yeah. I'm not be able to easily find it. There's no social media for me to talk to people about it. I'm like 12 anyways. Parents Worth saying, um, Charlie is still spending his childhood making robots. <laughs> yes, as an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, married, it, married man now. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, I, I think that those years helped me a lot with under a keeping the passion alive, which is super important. Keep mm-hmm. the passion alive until I'm at a place where I can actually build it. You know, it was always the goal um, for me. But then also, I think it helps understand a lot how things interplay with each other, right? The mental picture in your head of, of what happens when end game drives forwards towards me and what do I hit first? It's very important for you to, because of, of our reach advantage. We want to know what we're going to hit and that sort of thing. Um, but I think that that mindset would help a lot of teams. And and, and for people who don't play the ground game much, I, I you know, if you run head on into somebody covered in wedgelets, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, it makes sense to me, but maybe they're not thinking in that that mindset. Um, but I think it helped the mindset a lot. On a technical level, though, it's it's near irrelevant. <laughs> uh, and I really had to uh, admit to myself that I didn't know anything and, and learn from scratch. 3D modeling is, is so different from how these um, games work. Um, I haven't played some of the newer ones, so maybe they've, they've come more around the corner there, but... You know, building for Robot Arena was its own thing. And and I had to, um, I, I used connections I made through that community to get knowledgeable about 
building build robots. We have a question um, about that later on. We'll save uh, that one yeah. right for the end. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a lot of people who I know now doing build robots who I met from then. Uh, and then they helped guide me those earliest steps and say, use this motor, do this thing, answering the hard questions uh, and leaving me to do the design and, and make a working, boring, small vertical spinner, which I made first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then leading to this. So, yeah. Brilliant. That's good, sir. Amy Bloomfield on Facebook asks, what made you decide to keep going after several years of adversity? Um, was that a hard choice to make? I've ended up with all the deep questions. What's going <laughs> on? Totally not planned at all. Therapy is expensive, and this is a lot cheaper. So you know, it's... <laughs> yeah, good. Um, it's it's not something we haven't thought about, though, right? It, it's you know, I have an answer for it, anyways. But it was something where it, it felt like if huge was showing up every year and just getting obliterated by everybody mm. then it would almost be an easier question right but it, it really been you know torn limb from limb since like son of wayachi mm. kind of deep six but even then we hit their pulley and knocked out their blade early before he touched a frame or anything like that like it, it always felt like there is this nugget of potential that it's still very defense oriented of a robot and if we can just get there on the technical side spin up keep spinning up drive right solve all these problems that we didn't have to solve because we fell into wins in our earliest years mm -hmm. um then we'd have some and it was that kind of image in the head of like well you know it still hasn't achieved peak huge if peak huge sucks it's an easy choice to, mm -hmm. to retire um and there's a lot of those times during it where we talked about it because it's just really hard to do year after year after year and convince the sponsors that this is the year and and um, change what we think is important and miss something else. And, and so it was hard, but I think that what was there was the kind of idea and, and the whole team's heads, because we all have little huges and stuff. It's like, it's never really worked like them. And we know that the little ones win everything. So... How do we get there, right? Learning about mm -hmm. spin up, learning about all this. Like we, most people would learn that before going to BattleBots because you wouldn't build a good enough small robot to get onto BattleBots without that knowledge. We were winning fights in spite of ourselves for a long time. So we were able to climb the ladder really fast. But that now means that you're learning those lessons at a scale that takes a lot longer to mm -hmm. learn. So, and, so like almost you were, you were running and then you had to relearn how to walk sort of thing. A little bit, yeah. And, yeah. and that's, you know, 2020 huge. Well, we could probably have questions about it later and we'll get into that. But like, that was the turning the corner from from let's do it or, you know, let, let's try and optimize certain things. And oh, God, we don't know anything. Mm. And and nothing worked right. And and that was where it started to build what I at least think of it as like a technical, you know, knowledge bank of mm -hmm. how do we do this and 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 we didn't have to answer those questions before because everything before that was like just copying other people copied the wheels copied the weapon shaft from tombstone copied the motors from witch doctor okay great we're geniuses you know give me the bolt thank you and <laughs> <laughs> we weren't really like doing our own you know our, our own i mean we were but like we didn't know enough to know what we didn't know it took a long time to answer those questions and, and learn that mm. so fair um, I'm actually going to skip a few questions here. I think we'll, go, we'll do one more, and then we'll start with the um, the episode recap. We'll go with 
Tara Fisher, a friend of the podcast on Facebook, who and she asks, uh, what is the story that you've wanted to tell about your time in combat robotics that you haven't had the chance to do so yet? That's a very good question. Um, I think that the story, I mean, I could tell a hundred on this, this angle, but how collaborative and community oriented a lot of it is, is, is so under underutilized by the show and mm -hmm. unspoken um and you know you'll see it in matchups that happen but the show doesn't cover that scorpios and jackpot are great friends mm -hmm. right that sort of thing they just make them fight each other and then not talk about it afterwards correct but in tombstone and or not tombstone sorry uh ragnarok and monsoon mm -hmm. you know same thing um there is really no huge without a lot of other teams but there's also a lot of other teams that come to us for things or that we try and help with or try and source Tegris with. All the Tegris, <laughs> us and the Star Child of the Mammoth he was here was the same. I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember who it was. <laughs> I might have heard it somewhere, but like, there's like, oh yeah, we the entire supply of Tegris in the United States was yep. consumed by the yep. three of you. <laughs> the entire available supply. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> as, as far as we could find. And a few other teams had found some too. And I think they got there first, which might've been why. There was not so much, and we were buying offcuts that mostly. Could I reckon tactical. Yeah. That is, they were trying to buy the supply before you had the chance to. <laughs> yeah, well, I have seven wheels in the closet. Star Child, on the other hand, was freaking out because they didn't. <laughs> um, it, it, it's it's so you know community oriented, uh, yeah. and, and how you know when the, we're talking about how you push through bad years, a lot of that is is friends on other teams also telling you that you have a. You know, you have a good robot, stick with it, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And you have a, I could list them, half the teams in the building as people I consider close friends. And, and that's the kind of thing that helps push you forwards. But then also, you know, Rory Mangles is famous for his knowledge of the speed controller, oh, stuff yes, like yes. that, where you're relying yeah. on the unnamed speed controller. <laughs> one of one of his uh one of many but the one that we all use um but like that that's the thing where it's not just that we're relying on these people to, like make a part for us or something mm -hmm. it's a better robot because we know these people and can mm -hmm. rely on their information and then vice versa I, there's tegris on half the robots now you know yeah. mm -hmm. we've talked to a lot of these people too in the opposite direction and and that's where i think that the show really benefits from having that and and all the stories are just like you know, Leanne and Fred from Valkyrie in 2018 driving to Connecticut to finish huge in a rampage weekend after the crate had already shipped. And it was going in Earl's truck to drive across the country with Bale Spear. Like that happened. Well, no, it went into Charles's to drive to New Jersey to go to Earl's truck with Bale Spear and Overhaul to drive across the country. Um, that happened, you know. Oh, which doctor thing last year or a couple yeah. of years ago with the yeah, well, yeah, Al, Al Kindle sourcing yeah. the metal and everything else. Mm -hmm. And and uh, Lilith from Sporkanot picking it up because she had a truck. And and Zoe cutting it on water jet and yeah. and it, it's these things. There's so many stories I could tell like that of like me showing up at WPI with a log of aluminum at midnight for them to machine it. A log of aluminum and Domino's pizza. <laughs> at there you go for them to machine drive police through the night. We showed up to BattleBots 2019, I think, with like one spare drive pulley, mm -hmm. if that. Uh, because Thanks. we ran out of time to make the pulleys. Wow. And hey, robot, you have big machines and your robot already shipped. If oh. I show a bag of aluminum and pizza, will you make this for me? And make it <laughs> robot functions, right? And can exist at all. Uh, and and pulled an all-nighter just making those pulleys. And, and it's always something like that for, for huge. And then vice versa when it comes to like the Tegra stuff, now that we've done enough years, have enough parts already ourselves that we can provide to other people. 
like that. That that's the I think the best story of of this group of people, crazy people who meet each other once a year is is yeah. how much we all help each other and and you know work together. Hundred percent. We'll have some more questions later on, but shall we yeah, crack on I with, so. with our, our first round of 32 episodes? Um, no, Ooh. no, no. It's good. It's I like great. telling stories. This is great. Yeah. I'll, I'll, this, this, is, this is the content that people really want. Um, again, this is a now a massive spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the yeah. episode, click off now. Go and yeah. watch this. I say hoof because this, this, this episode was a doozy. So We'll, mm. we'll get to it. Let's start yeah. off with Jackpot and Witch Doctor. Mm-hmm. I've seen that get better. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> I, I think it's it's important to recognise how Witch Doctor is a sensational machine and the fact that Jackpot is getting beaten so badly mm. is a testament to how good that is. For the first yeah. sort of 10, 20 seconds, they did struggle to get a proper engagement into Jackpot. 20 yeah. seconds is generous. But as soon as yeah. they did... oh, Yeah, it, it was, was just lambs to the slaughter. And the and the ace trying to figure out where's my mom? Where's my mom? Help! How it's do gone. I help? It's gone. <laughs> I'm I'm alone now here, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> there was a moment early in the fight where the ace gets underneath Witch Doctor. I'm thinking like, oh my god, it's going to work. Finally, going to get their big hit. Waited and then, for so long. <laughs> and then Witch Doctor just kind of yeah. kind of just slides off, and from there on, it's it's hard to watch. <laughs> there's, uh... there's the there's the shot right at the end. Where you can yeah. you, you, side on, and you see that enormous, like, kind of bending in of the AR, and it's all like yeah, it's, it's like it's like this far off the floor. <laughs> oh. Grizzly, yeah. it was yeah. completely grizzly. Yeah, this was visceral. Uh, I, I give all the credit in the world to Jeff driving this bot like it, like he like he, like he could, you know. But it it was it was hard. It was hard to watch, especially especially when they get them against the screws, and it's just facing away. And I'm like Mike. This hit, you might not have to go in for this hit. It's already dead, and he just rent. He just shoves the disc right into their rear, and it's at that point, it's it's over. <laughs> so, but that that was a rough one. But man, what what awesome damage in this fight! What a way to start the episode with something like this! What a way to pull people in, because uh, this uh, Jackpot that had the best season. You know, they've had two pretty good regular seasons leading up to this, and this year going two and two uh, to get into the bracket. Uh, I think they'll be. I think they were, you know, I, I feel like they were in good spirits. If, going if you look the at bracket, their, but... I think the issue with Jackpot has, in, in the last couple of seasons, certainly, yeah. is the caliber of opponents they've fought this season is a, a much bigger step it's forward. It's a huge jump, yeah. Um, no pun intended. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> if you had, if you had a, a nickel for every single time <laughs> someone said that, you could pay yeah. for a new huge, I'm sure. I could afford to build heavyweights, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've picked up Anderson's puns ever since he ever since he stepped away from the podcast. I feel like yes. I've had to like pick up the slack there. <laughs> I mean, Jevin, you, you you saw this as well. Yes. I, I'm I'm going to do a thing of drawing back the curtains. So I'm the only one here this week who, who knows the order of the fights and when they were filmed and everything. So mm-hmm. this was the third fight out of the bracket. Um, there, there are two more fights from this episode. And I think... Oh, it's not. No. So there, there's a mix of fights from, from the first filming session and the second filming session. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's interesting. But yeah. Um, ow. Yeah. That final <laughs> shot of Jackpot it, is I think from, from the stands, it was it, very It's so much cinematic as it rolls out. Rolls, of, it rolls away. Rolls yeah. away. Yeah. And yeah. then the reveal, right? Oh. It's like, oh my God. It, it was very <laughs> gruesome. Very, very gruesome watching from the stands, just sort of going, ooh. <laughs> Oh no! 
Were you guys on blue side or red side? We were on red side for this one, okay. I think. Okay. Uh, oh, were we? We may have been in high five. No, in the splash zone. I don't yeah, remember. Splash zone or the the butt view, as I've called it before. Battle butts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As battle butts, yep. No, this it, it, was grim. I mean, there's you know a lot of a lot of things in jackpot that keep it running even when things are bent, and and he'd noted some of the wheels were still turning even after yes. all of that. Um, this just one of those things where uh, in a lot of fights, as this is something we learned and informed our design with huge. Um, in a lot of fights, the guy who gets the first meaningful hit is probably gonna do the rest of the meaningful hits and win. Yeah. Um, and, and to some extent, the tougher you build your robot, you're just gonna take more of those hits, right? Because the jackpot weapon was dead. So the Correct. ability to turn the fight around was not gonna be high. You know, they're gonna do their best, but it's just a tall order, a tall ask against which doctor. Yeah, hundred percent. Which doctor almost sets them up for more, right? You almost <laughs> wish it was a yeah. more fragile, and it just died earlier, and you can get <laughs> some parts because yeah. You know, well, congrats, I mean, it never died, and here, yeah, here's what you get out of it. And it I just, suppose it, it, it's it's good that you know if something something catastrophic happened to which doctor, I suppose it, it, it's a benefit, but right, it, that doesn't. And, that, really and that's not a bad strategy against a lot of opponents. Mm-hmm. Which doctor? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, well, they're, they're ranked free for a reason, right? Considering and, every right. fight, they've not turned their spinner up to full speed, and I wow. don't even know if this was full speed. Mm-hmm. Like, they, I feel like it was seventy-five percent for this fight. That's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's an ominous thought for anyone who has to fight it later on. I I will say for Jackpot, you know, going out at this stage, you know, ending the season at two and three, you know, with mm-hmm. loss, they lost to Scorpios, but unfortunately. Yeah. Um, who was the other lost to? I also struggling to think of that they beat Ribot. They did know. beat Ribot. Who was their they first did. fight? Was it the first was, fight Scorpius. Scorpius was their first fight. Who was it's their been second? such a long season. I know. I feel Rotator. Like... Rotator. Rot- 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 was... Yeah. Yeah. That was okay. in there as well. And and they was they struggled in Rotate with Rotator. Was the last one. Yeah. Half dead Treadorator. Yeah. And half dead Jackpot. Yeah, I think so. Floating around a lot. To then be given which doctor is kind—I of, feel like—is kind of unfair, but yeah, it is. But also, that is how the bracket works. The, the number yes. three faces the the lowest. You gotta seat. fight who's in front of you. There's no yeah. way to get around it. It's it, if that's how they're ranked, they're ranked, and, you, and all, your your goal is to get in the bracket, and then whoever you fight, you fight. I mean, that's right. Just and the at way some point in the bracket, if you go far enough, you're gonna fight which doctor or something that looks a lot like it. So yep. you say that. It. So your quadrant of the bracket is is very interesting because yes. we'll get to it. Let's, let's yeah, let's let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's progress. We'll suffice to say, I, I love you know the whole jackpot team, and we were pitted next to them last year, and they're a lot of fun, and they helped us yeah. a lot this year and last year with some parts that were broken, trying to repair them. But I, I can't say I was rooting for them in this fight just due to the the bracket because what? because they yeah. might be able to reach you. Unlike yeah, they unlike... can touch stuff, and I don't yeah. like it when people can touch stuff. And <laughs> I saw Ace get under Witch Doctor. I was like, "You get out of there!" Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> as, as much as you like them, you, you, there's, there's still a little bit of like, "I don't want to fight that." No, yeah. I'm, I'm good. And it, it sucks because you know it, it's so hard to pick a favorite, right? In, yeah. in anything, when you know all the teams and you're rooting for your friends and, and everyone's your friend, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you just have to zoom out mentally and be like, "Well, you know, this one's going to be better for us than that one." So, Fair. yeah. Go get him, Mike and Ace. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll save uh, Witch Doctor's opponent until we get to their opponent's fight. Uh, in the meantime, I-, I feel like I need to eat some humble pie and apologize to Jevin Woodrow. 
because uh, I, I had Lucky Dan to win this one. <laughs> and for a, for a second, when it turned <laughs> Hypershock over, I thought, hello, here we go. Yeah, this is the possibility. Will, Will hasn't quite worked out this whole gyroing over thing. Smashing no. face into wall to <laughs> yes, self right. Now that he can do. At yes. Um, I will give Matt credit for keeping Lucky going for the entire three minutes. Yep. But that robot was sad at the end of yeah. it, wasn't it? Very, Goodness very sad. Me. Considering that the flipper section this year is one single billet of aluminium, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that kind of shake, uh, shape by the end it, of it. It kind of failed at the, the pivot point here. Yep. Mm. And um, basically, at that point, it kind of the whole thing just failed up- upwards. And yeah. that's a lot of stress failed. concentrations around a void on a piece yep. of billet that you made. That, that, that'll happen. Uh, mm. It was still attached. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought it was going to go. Like the more it kept slowly, the angle kept going more and more, but it didn't quite have enough Jingle to. Reach. I don't think Hypershot could hit it far. That's enough. why. Yeah, <laughs> very true. It had to bend it back the other way. It had to fatigue more. You know, oh, you had yeah. to do. Yeah, it had to wiggle it more. It's like a like a loose tooth. Uh, yeah. This this that's, this that's this a, was a good uh, thought, Steve. Thank you for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> in, in in my heart, you know, it's like, uh, Lucky's. I, I don't think they get enough credit for. How good of a job they did this year and last year and, and other stuff and mm-hmm. you know it's tough when you run into buzzsaws in the round of 32 and they did um but yeah hypershock doing hypershock things that's yeah, yeah. They, they literally ran into one in their previous fight with cobalt <laughs> that too yeah, yeah so that was... trying to re- trying to recover from that we heard that we... in the pit yeah you heard <laughs> like, that in the like pits. it was about yeah. a second delay from the tv to the reality right yeah you just hear like <laughs> on the tv it's like, yeah, Bill DeWire described it as an M80 that went off in the box, and it I'm like, sounded, yep, yeah. that's about right. <laughs> God, I hope nobody died. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a sound oh, you, it. you felt over. you didn't hear. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, this this fight, oh my God, I was nervous. <laughs> Sat in the stands, Hypershock didn't get further than the round of thirty-two last year, and it mm-hmm. didn't get th- further than the round of thirty-two the year before. Probably shouldn't have been in the round of 32 the year before, but or, or the year before that, or the year before that, and it's just us. This is this <laughs> robot has flattered to deceive every time out, and for them to make the top 16, I'm I'm happy, but I know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, get to, we'll get to that later. We'll get to it later, but yeah, yeah. I will say um, again, this also wasn't all plain selling for Hypershock because no, you see straight away one of the chains just like, falls yep, out the back. They're of dragging the top. a, yeah. a rear. And, rear. <laughs> It yeah. logs up completely. The, the just be- carry that was, on. Regardless. That was the best bit. It's like, it's like I don't care. I've only got three wheels. It's this one's still attached. Let's just keep going. <laughs> and it still has more drive power than Lucky. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Now you can start to see why I love this robot because it's start to see. <laughs> I mean, you should be able to. I mean, even its destructive power we saw last year. That's not even yeah. the main reason I like it. It's because it, it's a fun robot that will just carry on regardless of what happens to it. You know, it loses a wheel. Sod it. Carry on, go, 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 and it's it's all action all the time. The team is incredibly fun, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a robot that shows momentum really well too in a fight. Yes, you know when it's, when it's winning, it's it's really good at the combo hits. Yes. Following it's very it. good at keeping the scale tilted in their in their favor. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and then on the other hand, when it's upside down, it's very hard to. Yes, hundred um, percent. But they're getting better at, at that. You know, in terms yeah. of the their most famous fight still can't believe he sent well. it into the wall yeah. yes <laughs> he, 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 you know like we talked about robot arena 2 earlier like that, it's a robot arena 2 move it's it, such a robot arena 2 yeah, move the, 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 the thing is 
This reminds me, you know the NASCAR clip of, of the driver who drives around the wall at the final corner? Yes, which is yeah. Ross Chastain, which is it's, now illegal. You can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> but, but that, that is the equivalent of this in, in Robot yeah. Combat. Like, he drove at yeah. the wall and it worked. Yeah, <laughs> just, I think I remember it. Bots, Everyone's just like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do it, do Sat, it again. Sat yeah. in the stands. We well stood in the stands for this one. Come on now. Um, we were me and David has stood there just watching the fight, and he goes over. I'm like, oh come on, please remember you can self right. Remember, and then he oh. drives straight into the wall, and I can vividly remember the thought of that works. Yeah, <laughs> it's a valid way of doing it. Um, lucky finishes at three and two. I think yeah. we obviously we spoke Commendable. to them. We spoke to them last week, you know, uh, Matt and Mark, and they're working on uh, some new upgrades for Lucky, which we won't divulge into too much. But yeah. I'm excited for Lucky going forward because there aren't many flippers bots out there, and this is, you know, unique e even amongst them with the four bar puncher, yeah. and it's it's still working really well. And you were saying it's winning yeah. fights. I mean, I mentioned earlier Mammoth was some of our best friends, but watching them fight Mammoth last year. And then just the knowledge to wander up to the wheel as Mammoth is stuck in the fruit and just punch it off. And like, yep, that's the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like, it's doing unique stuff that no one else can do. And it, it is fighting, you know, Hypershock's hard, Copperhead's hard, obviously. But Shredder Pro's a real vertical spinner and we saw what it can do against Overhaul. Mm -hmm. Like, it, Triton's, Triton, it's fighting real opponents. Look at uh, Robo Games as well this year. Yeah. That was really impressive, yeah. And it's getting knockouts, which is extra hard as a flipper. Correct. So, yeah, so, a lot of credit. Exciting times for Lucky. Hypershock will get to when we reveal their opponent a little bit later on. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fight three. What a strange fight this was between. This oh is my god! Fight. It was incredible, but right. so strange. Yep. And Donald did what he thought he would. We thought he would do. He would put on a, a wedge on the back and and do what he did to so many other horizontals at this point. Is just deflect their attacks and then wait for his shot. And I must say, what listening back to our round of thirty two preview we did um, in the week, everyone was right in this fight. E everyone's predictions of what would happen in this fight happened. He used the rear plow. The wheels all got shredded. What else could you ask for? <laughs> I don't, the, sure. the other thing we didn't say is lock, we thought Lockjaw would catch fire, and it was Bloodsport no. that caught fire Blood instead. Bloodsport caught yeah. fire, and it that's was what, a fire. That's what lost in the fight. So they lost a the motor. It, it appears so. Yeah, it appears. It appears from at least an onlooker's view. Somebody can no, jump is, in it's, if it's they know. It is true. Yeah. So it looks like a motor fried in the head that also helps them get back over. Correct. Yeah, it's, uh, exactly, it's exactly what happened. Weapon is in the head, and yeah. Um, yeah. of all the ones that could fry, that's the one you don't want frying. But um, you do get a nice right. shot of all of the people that um, put a little bit of money towards Bloodsport this year for charity, so that's fun. <laughs> Including, uh, well, you put the money forward, but yes, it's, but it's, it's your, my it's your dad's, dad's name. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't. He's gotten more TV time than David story. this year. I think I have talked about it before, <laughs> and it's it's the full circle of um, when I built Doya, yep. um, which is my Beetleweight robot. I designed these elaborate side panels that were really like fancy big sort of weird shape anyway mm -hmm. my dad hand cut all of those bits it wasn't done on a laser cutter or anything like that he used uh like plasma cutter by hand and and did that shape and and we neatened it all up and it looked phenomenal and um nick buckles from team bloodsport was in love with them he he complimented them thoroughly 
And so it, it's quite nice that it, it came full circle that my dad's name could then un- end up underneath Bloodsport, which I think is a really cool looking bot, and yeah, and I still is. love it. They've, they've done a great job of of you know showing that when you show up with a robot of a certain shape, you're not necessarily stuck with that, and, and you can mm-hmm. change it up while still keeping kind of the soul, you know, mm. the soul of the robot. Yeah. It's still Bloodsport. It's still recognizable. Yes. Bloodsport. Yeah, it's they've, they've gone away so from the with it. They've it. gone away from like the tornado mer style hockey puck shape. Where yeah, gone it was it was a pretty small. shameless tornado mer. Yes, <laughs> in the early days, and, and so yeah, you can make something of this that that's unique. And they had Bloodsport outside at one point, and me and David went and had a look and had a chat. And I hadn't quite realized until I had a proper look in person about the way in which they do the chain drive for the wheels, which is in the middle yeah. of the wheels. It's just such a cool little detail, a cool design that helps protect it a little bit more. It's just very, very cool. And and I, I fell in love with it instantly and was like, why am not why are there no more teams doing this? Like it, it makes perfect sense that you want to protect it as best you can. It's and the safest place to put it <clears throat> is put it in the middle of the wheel. Yeah. Just as long as those two wheels don't get pinched together. That's that's the only thing I can see happening, but that's mm. like you know that's me and my brain. But I have to uh, say, uh, Lockjaw absolutely fell into this. Win yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Their, their weapon, their weapon was absolutely it was like this. It was all yeah. bent oh, yeah. out of shape, and and the I irony it didn't light on fire was it stopped spinning. Exactly, right. that's why. Um, obviously they lost two wheels. They lost one from each corner, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Bloodsport comes in, hits hits the weapon assembly. Yeah, yep. I don't know and, what it hit. And then it hits, hits the, the we- floor. Hits the floor. Hits the weapon assembly on the way round, and then mm-hmm. goes over. And that was you could see Justin's reaction afterwards. He was gutted, yeah. Yeah. understandably, because the- they had the fight. It was theirs. Telemetry didn't see that coming. No, uh, no, <laughs> no, it didn't. Sadly, I tell you Ouch. what, though. Ouch, Jevin. Ouch. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, the setup we're seeing on screen for Lockjaw. You know, the picture that's on the website that we still haven't seen would have been a good setup for this fight. I think <laughs> maybe would have been really good. I, I obviously. The backside plow is is the right choice, but mm-hmm. you combine that backside plow with whatever this is. Wait, probably. I mean, it must be wait. Yeah, this no. this shape you got here, use that as your plow section. Almost, you could. Yeah, one Maybe. of the, the tough things with Bloodsport for normal robots, obviously. But I'm I'm very good friends with uh, Kevin from Claw Viper, and <laughs> Claw Viper had to fight Bloodsport last year. Claw Viper has the full tantrum style surround plow and bloodsport basically spent the entire fight hitting above it yeah um, and you didn't need to use probably the bottom 80 percent of it for anything mm-hmm. and and that's what makes them so unique is you'll, you'll design a, a plow for your vertical spinner or something like that but they're not even going to touch it they're just going to hit above it and, mm-hmm. and in this sense you could see it with lockjaw's plow they used only the top 20 percent of it mm-hmm. um, y- you need to I mean, I, I say as me, right, who has no experience with building a wedge, but... Um, <laughs> There's know, no forks I, on huge. I don't think there are. I almost want to see something like, <laughs> find a way to mount the plow, like, six inches higher or something like that. Yeah. Like, Upside down, like, even, would have done it. Yeah, like, wedge. It yeah. Where, they, where they are, you know? And and I think that's a lot of why Lockjaw lost the wheels and, and stuff, is they only mm-hmm. had... They were bouncing up and six on top. Yeah, mm. and then just hop over the top and hit stuff. And, and send a claw vapor. Hop over the top of the plow and rip the, literally rip the head off of it. Decapitated yeah. the snake. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, it, it's that's lockjaw also a lot. You know, you can say it's luck once or twice, but they've won so many fights by doing the same thing, hundred percent. Doing mm-hmm. that, being there, taking enough hits, surviving. 
um that's, there was, that's how you do it in the record shows it does absolutely their next opponent is witch doctor there was a little cool segment where they kind of show actually these two have been here since day one of the reboot they're the, yeah. they're the last it's, two it's, it's incredible that they uh, shredderator hypershock yeah Oh, yeah. That haven't taken a break, you know, that have been in there every year. Whiplash, yeah, yeah I guess. I, I don't know how they do it. Whiplash in Whiplash some form. Is... They did Whiplash didn't show in season one, I don't think no, at all. There was yeah. no splatter. Yeah. Um it was on the yeah, website so though. There there are four robots who who have yeah. been in every series now. And um yeah. Credits, and, 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 and they fight next week, which is awesome. Well, two weeks. Oh yeah. yeah First time yeah. ever. Yeah. Never fought before. No. Um thoughts on that one? Steve, obviously you've Well, I mean I, I I think Witch Doctor's got a very good chance to win in the whole thing. I, I really think that this is this is going to be a really tough one for Lockjaw because I feel like Lockjaw went this way, you know, seeing the success of bots like Witch Doctor, you know, where where this is this is the way the sport is going. Let me hop on that train mm-hmm. and let me see how well I can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and clearly Lockjaw's proven that they have they have the metal to, you know, to to do it. Uh, but I think this is going to be where the run ends. Uh, I, I had Witch Doctor as my preseason pick, so I'm I'm sticking with that. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm of the same mindset as, as you, Steve. Honestly, I think Witch Doctor is on another level to Lockjaw, sadly. But it'll be a good. I think it's gonna be an interesting fight, nonetheless, yes. with two excellent, excellent drivers. Mm-hmm. Okay, now um, it's 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 time. I think I don't want to touch it. We're gonna have to talk. Uh, we'll just skip it. <laughs> no, we can't. We've re-entered controversy corner. Yeah, um, days without controversy. Let me just reset the counter. Uh... So. First of all, let's 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 start with the behind the scenes stuff. Sure. Which I've seen multiple accounts of. There's you know, yeah. there's lots of. I, I don't know if you've got the rules up, Jeff. I don't know if you can get the rules up quickly. I you? can. Thank yeah. you. It, <laughs> I hate to. I, hate I will to say to so. This fight book. was pushed back to the very last of the session. You can see yeah. now why. Um, but yeah, so that this was the last fight they filmed in session yeah. twelve, which is the yeah. first of the bracket. Okay. And this fight's happened before. We saw this last year. We did. We saw um, this. So this, the story goes, according to Sid from the Riptide team, who's did a big post about it, uh, they, yeah. they were attaching their sort of claw-shaped locking bar as a hammer to make it look like a hammer bot. You can kind of see it in some of the photos. It's a bit unusual, but I'm, I'm willing to yeah. I'm willing to Fair. accept that as, sure. as an ex- explanation. Obviously, Eric comes over and has a look and investigates the machine hey what are you doing go back and reweigh it because if they're working on the robot they have every right to be like hey go and have a look again then there's the weight discrepancy of two pounds again yeah. scales, that's the scale it's got to be the scale it's, it's, i mean it's a it's a one percent yeah. discrepancy yeah again i can i'll give allow you that it. um you know you've stepped on a scale and stepped off of a scale and be like oh there's a little bit of Wiggle yeah, room there, of course. It, you it, always try to hope that it's a lower number. Of course, it's often said when I look at the scale, it, it, it changes its mind at me. But you know, sure. um, the flight. Well, we'll get to the flight in a bit. The issue, yeah. I, the issue I have with the whole thing is Riptide's kind of defensiveness after the fight, and we'll, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. But like, if they hadn't given people reason to doubt 
Like right. if it was any other team, everyone would be like, "Yeah, whatever, no one cares." But because it's 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 the same. How is it the same team every time? Yeah, come how on. Come, why is it when something always happens, it's always this yeah. lot? I feel it's, like it's like you know, Professor McGonagall I, 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 or, or Marge Simpson just saying, "There you go." <laughs> saying, Riptide, what force yeah. of habit? Sorry, been asking myself the same question for a couple years now. Yeah, it's <laughs> anyway. yeah. Anyway, what was their first fight? Right? Yeah, I'm still waiting. Still. Yeah for something to go in the rules about how they had two hits on us before what anybody saw of that fight actually started. Yeah. Twice mm -hmm. from the false start. Which affected and you. We, and we didn't know what to do at the time, but I also was on Adrenaline Mountain and, and busy. Yeah. And I wanted to kill robots, right? And, and it wasn't thinking with, with a straight head. But, you know, what happens when someone box rushes into hits in the final? Mm -hmm. That's well, still out there. Yeah. And, yeah. and and where do you put the finish line? Do we keep moving the finish line? You know what I mean? Do we keep right. like where do we finally say, all right, that's enough? You know, mm -hmm. it's where do you draw the line? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I hate to even have this conversation because sure, these like... are the conversations we shouldn't even be having. We, this is a right. fun sport. We go and fight robots, and that's the bottom line. There shouldn't be any of this, and it just it's it, it turns my stomach. Yeah. So and, and it's a tough one here because on some cases right like we have a photo of huge after our fight which comes up later in, in when we talk about it but mm -hmm. um and riptide is getting pushed behind huge at that moment mm -hmm. and this is before they fight shatter but after the reway and the drama mm -hmm. because if you see in the clips in the battery tent huge is the only team that's behind yes. the scale yes we're all standing there <laughs> yep and we have no idea what's going on because and they cut all this from the show the entire riptide team comes running into the tent they're all screaming Mm -hmm. at production people they're screaming at mary who is the only shadow person that came along mm -hmm. they're berating people and you put it on the scale you touch it we're not touching it that's why don's the one lifting it yeah uh, all that and, and we're like what the hell is going on here i'm and amazed i kept it in the we, show, we by the way compared photos right yeah. pre-fight yeah. post-fight during the fight and then what we had of the photo mm -hmm. i don't see any extra top armor i don't see any extra bolts nope. Doesn't look like anything bolts changed. in the top um yeah. wait and and it didn't look like anything changed. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's ultimately my advice in that situation too. It's like, if you're not cheating, stop acting like you're cheating. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You act yeah. like you're cheating. I don't stop care. Stop giving you're... us reasons to look. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and and you know, they've used the hypershock wedge thing as a defense, but hypershock has come out and said that they put that all the way up the chain and got to Greg to get approvals on on making modifications at that I point. Also, I also kind of, I also kind of suspect that they had them already taken off and it was just kind of like one bolt yeah. like very one very loose bolt right. that just took off anyway that that was the setup they were using Which, anyway. yeah. you know as, as builders you're standing in line looking at the other robot you know what's correct attached yeah. or not right correct. you you yeah. look and you say hey i don't think that plastic's bolted to jasper very well i'll probably yeah. take that off when you make plans mm -hmm. um and and we did um and, and it's in that sense of just like i don't know if it's a, a comfort thing they are newer um but it, the communication is so important. And they, they, don't, they don't mean to be so defensive. Sort of no, 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 no. And, and and we don't know the whole day beforehand, but no, that's BattleBots. You're going to be there for 18 hours a day. You're going to be working your butt off the entire time. And yeah. emotions will be high. And we've been on both ends of that. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, you know, it's it's they, they can't put anything on TV that you didn't give them. And, and that's mm -hmm. the whole, I mean, I'm, the whole I'm as I said earlier, I'm they, they kept the whole thing. And then you can go back to your Airbnb and you can scream about it and punch a pillow. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you need to do to cope, right? But if you put it, if there's a camera everywhere, mm -hmm. all the time in the tunnel, right? 
yeah the, you you are always have to be on when you're there and mm-hmm. and i think you know almost next year we'll tell it more but yeah. but i think that this mm-hmm. is them learning that in a, in a much more public way whereas yeah. most teams aren't 12 and 2 or whatever the heck they are by now and mm-hmm. they don't know that yet um or they don't have to learn that yet it, it's you know more people pay attention when you're you're that good and you don't tell Which, anybody that your tip speed went up by a ton well <laughs> or something like that. The, the thing is as well like they had no need to be defensive because they they I mean, we saw the result yeah they absolutely destroyed shatter yeah. yep you know there's 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 you know obviously in the post show as well we saw you know adam come out and show the, the state of the bill yeah. it was just it was just the, the fight itself was incredible let's Before just talk do about move that. on the i, I do have awesome. the words of the rules here okay yeah go ahead it's taken a little while to find the bit that's but, okay yeah so it's it's 5.6.4 uh in if you want to bring up your own rules book do so well, now play along um, at home pre-match inspections prior to its match a robot will be tested for functionality and also way to confirm compliance with the regulations once the pre-match inspection of a robot starts no changes are allowed to be made the robot uh made to the robot sorry that involve the addition of any parts that affect the weight or functionality of a robot removal of parts may be allowed right Right. If during or after inspection a part is found to be faulty or damaged, BattleBots official may allow replacement of that part with a structurally and functionally identical part. Now, right. I think what they needed to do was be above board about what they were doing. If it communication, was too, it's yeah. just communication. That's all it is. It, it, if the they were adding a thing, tell them you're adding a thing. Yeah, just be honest and be <laughs> and, and don't don't cause paranoia through the pits that's the word oh, of the day that's a, that's a that's strong the word, word of the day oh it is we'll, we'll get to that in a second um yeah, yeah you're right i mean look the, okay, the fight itself i mean shatter credit to them Dude. despite having an awful season gave them the best fight of the of the year so oh, yeah. far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and he was still swinging the hammer even when he was yep. like destroyed in the corner they went um, ham in, in our fight with shatter you look at you know their weapon worked until the end of the fight and mm-hmm. our, our whole strategy is to try and disable a weapon first. And then, like I said, that damage adds up and it leads to wins. It's a lot harder to turn a fight around than it is to win it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Their weapon lasted the whole fight. Yeah. Blip's weapon lasted 20 seconds. Fusion lasted 20 seconds. Starchild's weapon lasted 20 seconds. And, you know, that's our whole strategy. It's it's a really tough build that they have. Oh, yes, yeah. with the ability. But Riptide hits hard, doesn't hit. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, <laughs> this and, was and hard were... to watch. <laughs> <laughs> we we knew from from Mass last year, yeah, to fight them that they were around 170 or 180 tip speed, mm-hmm. and so when they showed up a lot angrier this year uh, of a oh, robot, yeah. we're like ah, oh, they 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 had had room and they're using it now. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's it's quite the beast. You know, it's it's such a shame that. We we keep having these this, incidents because this cloud of I, we, this cloud needs to go away it because needs to because go Reptide away. clearly is one of if not it's the best so robot in the field. Good, that's what I mean. Yes. We, we were discussing it earlier today, Sam, weren't we? Yeah, about we um, th- this robot is scary, and everybody should be worried to fight it because yeah. it, it could be anyone. Mm-hmm. I will say that we we also discussed the fact that if it's hit in the wrong way, it explodes. Like it, yes. it, I feel it's very glass cannony. They they oh, yeah. have said themselves that there are areas of it that are not well armored, and um, you know, y- you go for those bits, you get those bits, and Shatter is one of those robots that could go for those bits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, this this fight could have gone very very differently for them. So, 
um yeah it, it's definitely a an interesting fight it's an interesting rematch as well i think yeah I like the it idea of this rematch. It ends in the same corner, though. It, it does end in the same corner. <laughs> it does. But I will say that if anybody stood a chance to beat Riptide, um, the first of those people would be Shatter, who fought it last year and know what to do, mm-hmm. or know what they want to do anyway. It's whether they yeah. can then do it. Execute And it, unfortunately, they couldn't here. Yeah. It's a tough game also with matchups, too. Um, right, A lot of Riptide's regular season was other vertical spinners, and I think we saw Bite Force occupying that same spot where when you're so mm. good and so threatening people want to see you against other top robots and other top yeah. robots are invariably other vertical spinners and it lets them be even more glass cannony to aim mm-hmm. for that which leads to, obviously to wins um but you know the the anti-meta challenges are so rare something like mm. shatter is yeah maybe shatter could pull it out this time but if they had a more varied schedule you never know where right. where things go it is very glass cannon we knew that from when we were going to fight them last year Mm-hmm. And it was their first fight, and the things have obviously improved since then. Mm-hmm. But we, we saw five different ways that the weapon was going to kill itself right off the bat, and right. and knew it was going to happen. And just like we have to last through that one hit, and that's their whole their whole bet that they they'll kill you faster than they'll you kill themselves. Kill Correct. Mm-hmm. What they did to us, and it's what they do to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I suppose we we have to talk about the the post fight incident a little bit. Um. Again, let's let's not call it an incident because well, it's, it's be, just gonna... being realistic of what it was is one thing. Yeah, we're, be, we're being rude to the other, and at that point, I'm I'm all for not shaking hands because you've not shown sportsmanship to your opponents in in what you've said. You can't then expect that sportsmanship yeah. back. Just just that, like you know the, the fact that you said oh they're being paranoid. No, they're, they're, it's within their rights. You've touched the robot. I'd go. I'd say go and check it. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's your. It's within there. Yeah, there is a right within the rules. It's I couldn't a, it's find a 100 the exact yard walk. There. Right. It's not that far. Yep. Put on the scale. Prove your point. Yeah. We didn't do yeah. anything. Okay. No problem. No harm. No foul. But the fact that we're so defensive about it, and then the fact that he just he brings up the. I I had heard from other people who were in the audience that there was much more interview there was more. than what was shown. Um, I will not was... go into what more there was, but there yeah. was more. It was unpleasant to listen to there was a lot of swearing bearing in mind that there's uh, a lot of kids in the audience um, and that was the case with a lot of riptide fights um and i can understand adrenaline is running high but at yeah. the same time, every other team is showing enough self-control to right. not do that and um, yeah no the the, the actual like having sponsors yeah yeah renting those sponsors properly yeah, the things and... that were that were said were, were unpleasant and i can fully support not shaking hands at the end yeah. yeah, which the stuff you won't see on TV. I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- I mean there is an they, editing. They wouldn't here. broadcast it. They oh. broadcast more than I thought they would. Honestly, yeah. in in this whole thing, the, the thing I thought well, the interviews would be cut. I thought the and, the well, bit before they, would be cut. <laughs> they do a good job in a lot of cases of protecting builders from ourselves. Yeah. You know, I I can think too. We lost to Malice in the Bounty Hunters in 2020, mm-hmm. and at the time I was convinced that we'd gotten robbed, and I dropped a real angry interview about being robbed mm. and then i watched the fight and i said wow i was wrong on that yeah we actually did lose you know mm. i really oh. hope they don't show that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and, sure they didn't. Um, and, and they didn't um they were of, they were, of all um, people to, like adam adam's a nice guy adam's one of the voices of the builders yeah. why, and why that's would... the other thing is is you can choose a lot of people Right, why him? but you you chose the elected representative of all the builders who is largely mm-hmm. elected who is speaking well and being convincing and right? is responsible for a lot of the amazing things that this season has. I'm right. Than last season. So the words I've heard a lot of rumors. It isn't 
coming from hearsay. It's coming from teams who have issues going to Adam as the representative. Yeah, yeah. Right. Of all, all people to choose, it, like, it, you it, should go like, for the foot. It, <laughs> what are you doing? Because it, it's better than having every team get a different story or, or share different things to BattleBots. And yeah. it, frankly, it's hard for BattleBots to hear from 60 different builders and try and balance all of our whims, right? Versus Adam will make a survey and we don't talk about it and say, yeah. here's what needs to improve. And some things like four fights instead of three and mm -hmm. it all should be filmed right you can't cut fights for people because we all spent the same amount of money to be here all Correct. these benefits of what this season has had and that has made in my opinion the best season of Alabas ever mm -hmm. is in a lot of part due, due to, to all the efforts that were made and he talked good and it's a tall <laughs> uh order to you know he, people are gonna be like empathize with him when he makes his case in the same sense that people empathized with me shouting about hydra when i was wrong <laughs> and you're totally <laughs> touch whatever the hell you want to the robot right yeah but you, people watch it and they feel the energy and the emotion they're like hell yeah he's mm -hmm. right and and you know it, it's, it's pick your battles <laughs> and yeah Adam i'm gonna is, uh, extremely respected uh, i'm gonna and, say right here right now um battlebots group just stop, please, <laughs> for the love of God. No more context. Stop. That's, that's the end. That's, that's that, what we need to hear. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. They don't. They're not this deep into the community. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Sure, sure. Anybody who who's Probably. come from BattleBots group who has formed opinions that don't actually concern whatever happened in this episode about any of the builders here, and you're watching this, please, for the love of God, keep it to yourself. We don't care. <laughs> okay. And I think that our what I learned from our time around the Hydra fight controversy was, mm -hmm. you know, I think largely the public forgets that everybody's a human. Mm. Yeah. And Correct. that includes every aspect that humans can make mistakes, humans mm -hmm. can change their mind, yep. and humans have emotions. And in in the same sense, like, you know, Riptide and Shatter are both full of real humans who make real choices yeah. and yeah. have opinions on those choices. And mm -hmm. they're also humans who can change their mind over time. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Riptide can show up next year and have a, if they don't like this kind of feedback, have a totally different mindset. And in my opinion, repair a lot of bridges. I hope so. Uh, and, and, I, I, I really do. Also and change his mind and, and feel differently about things. And that's okay. What you see on TV is not, hundred percent of everything. And it's not it's a reality show. Is. Remember it's a reality right. competition <laughs> show. And, and by reality, we mean we we mean reality. Yeah, absolutely. It's absurd. I, I think they largely do a very good job of yeah. of representing reality. And in this case, you know, that was representing the real emotions of mm. of everybody. But mm -hmm. is that who you know the Riptide team has to be forever? Absolutely not. No, yeah, they, I, I, they I, I learn from this. I, I I like it when you see a new captain. Their first years interviews of during the headlights. The second yeah, years yeah. interviews are at least saying a coherent thought while during the headlights. And the third year interviews are comfortable. Yeah, right? you have to see yourself on TV a couple of times to understand what you are, who you are in that context. Unless you run a Zombikov, and then it's just easy. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. for it's some just... people, they yeah. need. <laughs> yeah, they right? need. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want desperately. We, we can't to... all have those skills, and I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, Riptide right. does. Yeah, <laughs> but they can. I'm just saying that they can. You know, it, it's not completely. The story doesn't have to end, right? It, no, it, oh, it I agree. How you, Life goes on, man. It's incredibly difficult for me personally to to separate art from artist, but I I commend those that can. And doing this podcast, we we're 
we try and be as as impartial as possible. We talk about what we see, we talk about what we know. Um, I really like the robot Riptide. It's no, me. So do I. It's so does everybody. I, and it I would hits think. bloody hard. Yeah, um, it deserves a win, but I don't want to give it to that team at the moment. Um, they they need to they need to get better at talking to other people. They need to remember that other people are people too as well. And I think, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's difficult, but I think they they have the capacity to do it. Yeah, and, and I essentially. I have told the team this privately as well. Mm. You know, if the show can go on without Bite Force, mm-hmm. it can go and on without, without that Riptide. Correct. Yeah. And and ultimately, there's a line. I don't mm-hmm. know where that line is, and I don't know if anyone's ever reached it. But you don't find it. Yeah. You know, yeah. You build, don't be art. the first one to have to have something right. like that happen. The on the art side of things, this is a uh, one of the most emphatically tournament winning capable robots that we mm-hmm. have in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's like the I think the tombstone comparisons are fair that this yes. is a robot that just it's not just winning. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it, it's it's it doesn't lose a hit like through yeah. the whole fight, and, mm-hmm. and and you know don't let that go to waste just because of all these other things. If you Correct. have to put on noise canceling headphones for the entirety of filming. Do it. You know why? Because Paul did too. Mm-hmm. Sit in his pit with both noise canceling headphones on and and just work on the robot and beat everybody. Yeah. If that's right. how you got it just in this world, everybody's different. If that's right. what you need to, to mm-hmm. stay stay calm in these situations, do it. You're human too, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I the I think unless anybody else has anything to say on this, the last thing I want to say is that this community is uh the, the robot builders themselves are so wonderful in that they they are the camaraderie is amazing and i think that everyone will move on from this and i think the audience needs to too basically yes. and and there, there is a way forwards for everyone and um it, it needs to start sooner rather than later correct hopefully this doesn't age like milk in a couple of weeks <laughs> get through oh, this season first <laughs> yeah, yeah okay fair <laughs> well, well but, you know well, well, the, the, that's ultimately like the fans, especially, they'll see a robot that's struggling. I mean, we talked about mm-hmm. Star Trek earlier, and I think that yeah. that's apt. Um, but just like, why haven't they changed it? Why haven't they fixed it? Right? You watch right. it over months. You know what you saw happens over eighteen hours, like yeah, <laughs> a couple of days. Mm-hmm. They're not changing it because they just fixed it. And, mm-hmm. and what you guys haven't been out in Vegas for months and months and months, and there's every year, every episode that comes oh, out, yeah. you guys are still there we working on the robot. They pay me so much money, <laughs> <laughs> right? It, it, it's you know the momentum, the energy, the emotions of a season. It, it's uh, a train ride from start to finish, mm-hmm. and and you get <clears throat> caught up in that. Um, I I probably wouldn't have, like I said, been angry about Malice had Hydra mm-hmm. stuff not happened. You know, it, it's that's the type of thing where. You come in next season with a new focus. Correct. Our focus this year was finish huge. Their focus could be on how they want to be perceived, and you could get a totally different outcome. And and the memory of the public is very short. Yeah, so, I, I agree. And I, and I hope they're going to be talking about this two years from now potentially. Right. Yeah. I hope not. And I, 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 I wish to go into I next series with a with a clean slate and like yeah. just just expect nothing, and whatever we get, we'll see. Basically, and, and that's the thing. Also, twenty twenty one Riptide, none of this. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it was something I wanted to say that I hadn't said yet of just like mm-hmm. when you're sitting for an interview one on one with the producer, you know, mm-hmm. they, the questions are guiding. And, yeah. and I don't think he was 
there they were as a team put in a position to say anything like this um in past seasons they weren't trying to portray them as a villain mm-hmm. and i think that you know like i said on seeing yourself and seeing your character you may not realize it until they edit it up and you say wow that that didn't come off great mm-hmm. and, and we're just along for the ride right now of of the film they got in october and mm-hmm. and for all we know they don't like that and and it's going to be different later there is a hundred times i've told them no nah, i'm not going to answer that or or I'm not going to rephrase it like that. Uh, or in the the dark, foggy tunnel, I mm-hmm. say I'm not going to do that when they suggest something. Yeah. Uh, and then they work me down, and I do the Jeb thing anyways. Uh, <laughs> and, and I learn, yeah, yeah, I learn exactly why you don't, because they have been using that. For yes. <laughs> we, 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 we had, it's funny. We, we didn't include it. We had a request for you to do that at the start of the podcast. Superb. There you go. Yes. You know that's the, that's the thing is is they will they'll tell you to walk off a bridge so they can film it. Correct. Right. That's for you, Ace Trainer Banana on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's move on because I feel like we've yeah. we've exhausted. I feel this like we enough. haven't talked enough about Shatter though, but I guess we'll have to move on. You know, like what's it's, Shatter's future look like? Do they look like this? Do they come no, back with smaller. more hammers, more more packages, smaller? smaller yes, smaller, smaller, faster, better, stronger. Smaller, the, these yeah. are all things that Adam has said. More, more bolts on the plastic yeah. to keep it on because clearly yes. it was yeah. working until it fell off. Right. Yeah. I'd rather have more bolts and less plastic than. Well, that's more the thing. And they'll talk about it in the post. and it'll do yeah. a lot yeah they'll talk about it in the in the post to this episode where they actually kind of use parts of emulsifier to mm. you know build up armor mm. for for shatter but i mean also, i think we were going to mention it here as well there's a post show now it's very cool yes, yes. watch it it's, it's unbelievable it's it's, my, it's one of my favorite things they've done in years um it's yeah. so it's so natural and so casual and i love it yeah. yeah, it's it's very tale of the tape kind of things where like we kind of talk to builders and like, oh, what happened? What went wrong? And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe learn something about a robot that you didn't know before. Uh, and you see raw Chris and Kenny as opposed yeah. to. We now know what that tall Kenny. circular table is for. Yes, um, it's been it's been behind the arena for five years and now it's finally back in the <laughs> yeah, open. But they haven't, I love it. They haven't used it since <laughs> one and two on ABC. I know, you know it's, they it's had it the whole there. time. It got transported yeah. to Vegas as well. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That Let's... just clicked. That's the same table from. It's the same table. Yep. <laughs> yes, Molly, the other Sam. thing to note: we yep. were there for <laughs> the filming of those bits as well. So see if you can see us in the audience. Yeah. Yes. Jevin's about a lot. Um. Let's move on because we've exhausted this fight. Yep. Yep. What a fight! Oh Great. my so goodness! Good. Yes. <laughs> and, and if there's anything that the whole discussion has taken away from this episode is that every fight was really good in this episode. Really? Yeah. Really, yeah. I know. <laughs> and there was an extra. You got a freebie too. It's eight instead yep. of seven. Yes. Um, which I'm not better about going to YouTube for my playoff last year at all. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, they're broadcasting That's them all. Fine. It's the right, hey, right. Outcome. This is how it should be. They fit all eight. They fit in plenty of drama to make it a TV show, but they fit in all eight, and you got to see every fight. Which Correct. Is Correct. Also, poor BattleBot sign, man. Amazing. The, the yeah. use of the BattleBot sign <laughs> by Claw Viper to get underneath Mad Cat and, and hold it there. It was sensational. So good. This whole fight was just utter chaos. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And like, I, I know, I know, BattleBot to put. The other fighters fight of the week. This is the fight of the. This week. could have been, yeah, hands down, <laughs> easily. I think they, they will end up doing a fight of the week bonus, and this will be it. I hope so. They, they want to get the engagement first, of course. Yeah. It's so good. It's it, it has everything. It has non-spinner doing things that that non-spinners we've always dreamed of them to do. Mm-hmm. It still has the big spinner hits. It has the funny moments. Um, it's it has Martin Mason. I mean, yeah. just just Whole give me energy. a show of just give me a show of him, please. Um, it's wonderful. It is just just a joyous fight. 
Yeah. Split also, decision surprised me. Yeah. He's, he's the counterpart yeah. to the bot whisperer. He's yeah. the bot shouter. He just sits there. <laughs> Please work! Yeah, every good, there must be an evil. For every quiet, there must be a loud. There's a dark side. Yeah. I I really want to ask Team Mad Catter what the purpose of their lifting arm is. Because it's up almost all the time. That's, that's the only thing it's for, you yeah. know, but it's... I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just looks like a weird aerial at the top, the whole fight. Uh, and they just keep it out of the way. But I, I, I wonder if this is one of the fights where maybe, the, maybe it could have been used as more of an offensive weapon, but it always feels like it's something that it's just to get the bot back over. Uh, maybe I'm just looking too deep into this. Uh, but it's a, it, this, this is a really solid fight from both machines. Uh, Claw Viper showed that it can really stand up to the, the test of, of a really tough spinner. Uh, mm -hmm. It did just come off of a fight against a really tough vertical spinner uh, that, uh, that unfortunately ruined its four and no chances. Uh, but, you know, all credit to Mad Catter. Uh, Calvin drives the, drives the rubber off this robot. And it really showed in this fight that it really has a chance to, 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 to make a long run. Uh, I, I mean, there's, there, there's, there's, bits and pieces of uh very good verts that have been in the been in the field so far you have you have a little bit of little bit of witch doctor maybe a little bit of hypershock with the crazy driving uh there's there's a lot to like about mad catter and i like I, I like the fact that we've seen an evolution of this robot over the past what three seasons uh or four seasons uh it's it it, it really well, has shown four years ago it was a hammer bot so yeah yes. and, and even and the half. year after that they still had the hammer but now it's just gone full metavert uh which which kind of you know you can feel about that how you want to feel about that but you know yeah it's it's a really impressive machine and the team are great and uh like these are the conversations we should be having about these bots and teams uh where like it's it, it's it's nice to it's like i'm really happy for them to win you know because it's yeah. it's it's a really good it's 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 a really good show uh and I, I, I like this. I like to see Calvin win. Uh, and I was also curious as to why Kevin used his appeal, but I can see why because all the cards I mean, were six five. Ultimately, no. Let's face it as well. If, <laughs> if he if he doesn't use it, then he's out. You might as well use yeah. it. I think there is a world in which he has a very slightly different argument, and it gets overturned. Yeah. The, the I think the argument he pitched was not the right one because he. Yeah, I think he was saying that he was the the aggressor in most of it and forgot that he was upside down for some of it. That's um, it, yeah. And also considered Mad Catter Spinner died, so there's yeah. a damage component that I don't think would have gone beyond 3-2 mm -mm. here. Because you've still got a working Law Viper was fully technically functional. Mm -hmm. The lifter mm -hmm. worked and the drive worked. Mad Catter took damage. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. Law Viper's lifter was damaged, which yes. is like, right, um... But it's not full functional damage. And there's playing, a nice slash playing across cards, those magnets. Playing cards are not, not eyes, right? Because the eyes say the guy who's been upside down for the last minute floundering probably loses. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's more functional than Mad Catter was at the end. Uh, but that's, it, it, it's a tough ask to say that yeah. when you've been upside down floundering, you should win. Yeah, correct. I think, th I think this is the right decision in the, at the end of the day. I also want to add, this, add, this right. is the third different way in which they've announced an appeal decision <laughs> like we've had something completely different every oh, yeah. single time none of which everything. involving the the fully drawn out fully the green button button press yes. green button where is the button press go they press the, the there were so much button. discussions to get the appeal system about how to make it good for tv and that was what was all settled on and then none of it even made it to tv Unbelievable. you must do it within a minute of the decision being announced you must go hit the button you must talk to None I'm glad that you're saying this because everybody must think that we're talking crazy when we mention this. There is a green like, button. There is yeah. a green oh, button. Is, 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 that, is, is it the, I was going to say, is it the old green square yes. button? It must yep. be. It's the yes. green square button. Yes, it's still and it's over by Mike. 
on the... Yeah, you have to lean over Mike's desk to press it. And it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember watching Tom hit it for the whiplash fight. Not yes. seen the whiplash. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just he strolls on over. It's not a short walk. Green is big. And he makes a face and he does a thing and he hits the button and the lights go. Right? Ooh. There's a whole light sequence for it. What? Audience is going. <laughs> and then <laughs> Cutting room floor. And then the show, yeah. it's just like some block font. Monsoon still lost. LOL. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jeffries. There you Jeff go. Jeffries. <laughs> there Jeff we go. Jeffries. Um, Claw Viper finishing at three and two for the season. Yeah. What a it? season! I mean, Jonathan. Obviously, the the story goes. Obviously, you ended up persuading him to get into BattleBots originally in the first place by himself. I feel like we, the entire BattleBots fandom and community owes you a big thank you because Claw Viper this season he, has been a He joy deserves to watch. a lot of credit, right? Of course. I'm yeah, in the peanut gallery sure. cheering. Um, and in the same sense as I think a lot of our story for the last couple of years is also his. Yeah. Whereas, I agree. Like, you really agree. have something here. And you really almost beat Bloodsport after you got your head ripped off. And mm. there's something, you know, keep going on it. And, and he kept going on it. I, I held, I, I'll, uh, take my tiny credit that it was from <laughs> between the two of us that came up with the idiot strap. My idea for that was significantly more complicated. <laughs> I'm going to tie the lifter down to the front so it doesn't suplex anymore. Um, but that's so you know meaningful, right? Because how do you win a fight? You don't win a fight by dropping a vert on your rear tire, like he did with Black Dragon. You yes. win a fight by holding, and running around, and ramming, and doing all the things that it can do now. That like he, he did against figured remote. out the technical side, yeah, correct. One piece of rope, and and that's that's the growth. It's the same frame as last year. Mm-hmm. It's just how you use it and how you tune it and how much magnet is underneath of it, and, and everything to do with that makes it now this like mind-boggling. It's a force of nature. Yeah, yeah. I, I have that... no, you know, to look to the future of this fight. Obviously, we fight the winner of this fight, but I don't know what Clawhaber does to us. I don't want to fight Claw Viper. <laughs> My reaction times are glacial compared to, <laughs> you know, like alley hoop dunks, right? He can go a full loop around us and then hit me faster than I can turn. And 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 it, it's a scary, scary robot because it's new. And, and new is so much scarier than like vert number 2094. Yeah, mm-hmm. something that's got a lot of lot of hours on it. You know, that an idea of a design. Yeah, this was a really tough. It was my first time fighting something like that. Yeah, hypothetically, yeah. and and we were very scared going into it that he'd win. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And this was a really tough pick going into the bracket too. I mean, this doesn't look like an eleven versus a twenty-two. This is with considering how Claw Viper did against Ribot. I was very, very anticip, very much anticipating this to go very similarly. And it it uh, kind of did to start with, but. Mm-hmm. That's what's yeah. tough with what I mentioned with Riptide. Good verts fight good verts in their their fight nights, right? Because Mad Catter yeah. is an amazing robot, and it lost to two very good other verts. And one yeah. of those fights was really close, even with with Lockjaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a two and two, but is that sure. almost reflective of the same two and two as as some of the other teams? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why. Hundred percent. Well, yeah, this was the the first fight out of that session. Which oh, amazing! Is just my little tidbit, and it was a great way to start the session. Mm-hmm. It. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Set the tone quite nicely, I think, for you, Jevin. Mm. Uh, well, mm. Claw Viper is still like my favorite robot, also. It's freaking cool to watch it do <laughs> what it is intending to do. Um, I mean, yeah. Jonathan, now you said you don't oh, want to fight it. You know you're going to be fighting it next yep. season, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. It. <laughs> it, it can reach you for starters, so that's an instant, yep, 
Yeah. There isn't going to be a giant gaping hole through my base plate, so it's still better than some nope. of the other things that can reach me. True. True. <laughs> I'm going to walk out with most of a robot either way. Yeah. Uh, Speak, but... Speaking of things that can reach you, this is a bot that can reach you, but... Of course. Huge. Let's there go. you go. Scorpius. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I, I want to bring attention to uh, a good friend of all of us, Craig Croucher, uh, who asks, why do they have to put the good robots together? Because yeah. two very unique machines, you know, two two teams that, who, I mean, we get on with very well, but you get on very well with each other. There was a, I, I, I do need to bring attention to it because there's a beautiful photo mm -hmm. that uh, the Scorpius page posted where you, both teams are all in this massive group hug at the end. And yeah. it's 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 wonderful, and which the Facebook metadata calls maybe a picture of three people in text, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it of kind course. of tries to guess what's in the picture. Three so. plus, Thanks. three Thanks. plus, amorphous <laughs> human blobs. Yeah, I mean, talk us talk us through the whole thing. I mean, talk us through. But let's, first of all, let's talk us through the why, why is Scorpios and Huge like such a yeah. a special relationship between the two of you? Yeah, the fight is almost secondary um, with this talk, just because of how short it was. It's so. You know, we've we've. I feel like our our story and our growth year over year is more talked about than a lot of teams, especially in the context of of this year, right? Mm -hmm. but, um, it, it all comes from a place of showing up really clueless the first time and mm -hmm. and way underbaked compared to where I think a lot of people show up to BattleBots at. Mm -hmm. Um, and our unfortunate pit neighbors, which at the time was a single table with no space in between them, was uh, Scorpios. Mm -hmm. So here we are with a robot. We can't take the poles off of it. Uh, that version of huge you start the wheels out at the edges and you push them all the way in uh in kind of a, a tug of war but in reverse type way there's a lot of shouting um there's no hydraulic press big enough for that is no there? <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're literally hammering on them to get them in because the titanium came in oversized and it's oh, cool. <laughs> every technical question every we'd never opened up the motors so we killed motors against free shipping how do we fix this every single question we turn to the right and we say, hey, Scorpius, what do we do? Right? Because it, it's Orion, it was Diana, it was Dan Chatterton, it was people who've been doing robot games for 20 years. And my first Motorama was like a year and a half prior to showing up to BattleBots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we didn't know anything. And, <laughs> and they were extremely, extremely nice. Um, they basically adapted us. They were our biggest cheerleader through the entire bracket. And then going into 2018, you have to remember Scorpius's history was the rumble where they got stuck yes in the of course yeah and they got the second they, they got screwed right yes. and the second rumble where they did like, win but it, it broke a lot of stuff and, and yeah. didn't really do scorpio's things so it was a mutual like you know really our whole row because rotator was in our row too who also mm -hmm. had a, a, a dim 2016 mm -hmm. a whole row was like this little group of people like we're really doing it guys you know mm -hmm. and and um, can you believe we're here? I can't believe we're here. What do we do? <laughs> well, that's the same thing. You know, we were talking about the test box videos. Like, how did we get here? Yes. Design and right. built the entire huge in five weeks. Mm -hmm. um, the build was two and a half weeks long. So a lot of the choices were just, what can I get right now? Mm -hmm. And and Scorpios, you know, they were a very large part of why that year was so magical for us. Um, and we got to cheer them on. And it just made this this connection. And uh, after a couple of years of being elsewhere in the pits, but obviously hanging out still, um, we actually ended up pitted next to them again this year. But we were cheering for each other again the whole time. And then Who'd have thought that you can actually make friends at these events? Who what knew? a novel concept. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to build robots. Uh, right. And yeah, anyway. So like we were cheering for each other again. We'd hang out in each other's pits, help each other with things, debate things. Um and and fighting your friends is it's very hard, obviously, but it's also very 
you know, rewarding because there were so many silver linings of, you know, one of these robots is getting to the round of 16, which we hadn't done in years and they had never done. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these robots is going to murder the other one, right? This is both robots could do significant damage to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew it was going to be a good fight one way or the other. Um, and, and it was just where with how the fight went, um, at least personally, I felt like I was losing for the first 20 seconds. Or I, I'm going to agree. Like, yeah. You know, t- take like, off those, those poles go. And I'm thinking, and the poles, if Scorpio turns you over, you're in, you're in big it's a trouble. Nightmare. <laughs> that's a, that's and, the worst nightmare. And it's like, you know, I compare it to, we lost to Mammoth and Hydra and then fought Kraken and came out and immediately got bit. And it was just, here we go again. Right. Yeah. And, and, Scorpio. That's right. Kraken had like that harpoon out the front of it, where they could kind of grab yeah. and reach and your he, reach your he's body. He's like, he's going to bite you, and we're like, sure. And he just yeah. does. He did it. And okay, oh and three, right? We're done for that year. Oh. And and same thing. I see the poles go off. They're running circles. I mean, like this is it. We're out three two again. It's been five years. We're now huge, and it's just going to get you know destroyed. And and um, I I've timed it because I've known about the fight forever. Mm-hmm. Um, their chain flies off the spinner. After the mm-hmm. first pole hit, mm-hmm. and I hear it, pit side or box side, and we talk as a team. Mm-hmm. And then they hit the other chain pole off because it was still spun up when the chain ejected. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And they have no spinner. Yep. And, and, and then, it, like, it, there's like five, five, ten seconds afterwards, Scorpios is very dead. <laughs> it's a, it's it, a, it was, it was like somewhat full murder uh, from then on out. <laughs> and and so to the adrenaline hit to go from I'm losing to we have a chance to smoke was 10 real world seconds. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that I think makes the adrenaline so much higher of the fight. And then it just makes the emotion stronger of, you know, oh God, you know, I want to go have a big group hug with Scorpios because that was like amazing. Who, who doesn't want that anyway? Come on now. Yeah. A... <laughs> it's just like, you feel so much more of just like, I need to make sure they're not mad at me and like express a, that they're very scary and, and B that, you know, I hope we're still friends. The, ro- like, the robot, not the people. The, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, the, the robot's not okay. Yeah, we did what we needed to do. Um, we came about half an inch from hitting a battery uh, in that side too. So it would have potentially been even grislier if it had kept going. Um, but it's like, it's just, you know, it's a team you have such a connection with and you root for all the time. And, and it's 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 hard to, to go through that. But on the other hand, it's super meaningful for us. This was our, our last big goal for the year. Was show up. Done. Check. Win your first fight. Check. Get past the round of thirty-two. Mm-hmm. That was anything. It. Anything else is a bonus now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and anything else is just freebie. Cherry on top. We we did what we came to do. We'd never won five fights in a year before, so that's that as well. Um, mm-hmm. High water mark. And and I think you can see it in my reaction afterwards. There's a lot of shouting. That that was the the big, you know, goal for us. And and to go from so quickly to I'm losing to I have already won was <laughs> <laughs> elation yeah yeah um so. let's talk scorpios a little bit i mean obviously they end their season at two and three strong yeah. start i think the caliber of their opponents in their last three fights really stepped up it did mm. ramp <laughs> just just a, just a little bit you know going from yeah. big dylan's jackpot you know with respect to those two teams they are not saw blaze ribot and huge you know mm-hmm. And I, I am remiss to put myself in the same group as Sablaze. And, and no, Robot. don't you dare. You, now you, you now we not, are, right? Don't now you we do not. Okay. But, neither of but, those, but, I don't but, think either of those have had a higher seeding than, than you have. So, oh, no, they, they did. I, I know. know. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> crazy. 
it's it's extraordinarily cliche to say that I'm never going to feel comfortable in in the high. No, of course, but, anyways, yeah. but it, it's true. Like we were so used to having something to prove with mm-hmm. huge, um, and then that was a lot of the driving energy. Uh, but yeah, it's you know it, it's a tough matchup for Scorpios too. Like we knew it was going to be really hard for either of us. I think mm-hmm. they put a good config together for it with the, the ears on the plow and, and mm-hmm. the, the hammer saw and everything. And we did what we could with the armor on the face, but like it's dangerous, dangerous. There's no, there's no think and try another strategy. Like if my strategy's not working, we're just going to die. Correct. And, and that's, that's the danger of Scorpios. Yeah. They're 27 seed, but they also have won a million fights and two bounties and, and beaten tombstone and like, yeah. Just a good robot. I think it's still a good robot. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It really is. We will discuss your upcoming opponent a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, but we'll, I think we'll, we'll leave that for a little bit. That simmer in the background a little bit because we, we, we know who you're fighting, but we'll get to it. Our penultimate fight of the episode <laughs> was Rotator and Copperhead. This is a weird one. Yeah. Uh, this weird? Is, this okay. is a weird I, one. I would like to be in Victor's head asking him why did he start this fight Ooh, before, upside down? Before we do that, I just want to say congratulations to Victor for the birth of his Absolutely, baby. for sure. Yeah, but str- strategy-wise. why upside down? Yeah, <laughs> Victor! I, I, I want to I be in that strategy. <laughs> leave, leave the baby alone. Tell us why. Yeah. No, obviously not. Um, I'm very curious. Maybe, is, that, maybe it's just worry about, you know... I, maybe, my, maybe getting a, a really hard hit on that V plow in the front well, and have bad things happen. What are you worried about? Because they no, they uh, ran without the thing in the middle to to yeah. stop the buckling. You hit one of those side things, it buckles. Everything goes wrong for Copperhead. I mean, two maybe. two things. That's, I think that's is, what is I'm the like reason wondering why. if maybe there was some you know, if you run upside down, we won't run the bar thing. I don't know if there was like some behind the scenes thing like that. Yeah. But I was wondering too. There's that, a like, lot of mental gymnastics. I'm trying to figure out why. I think what it, it, it may be. They could have been going things. for chains. They got multiple hits. Yeah. The yeah. Back, right? And, and you, you get a chain, which Ripperoni had done in the prior fight. Correct? Yes. Um, I think the, the, the reasoning is they, they either want to cut the, the ears off. So if Copperhead goes over, it's then all kinds of problems for Copperhead. It's beached. Yep. The other thing I think it may be is if Rotator does hit like in the gap and Copperhead's drum catches it in such a way. Yeah. The gap, that's, that's a completely different machine, Sam. Stop it. Stop it. I have have an idea also, which Mm. is Rotator's fight was a glitch last year. Yes. The blade bent up and hit the underside. Yes. Exactly the same thing could happen. I I think that's the the valid. I I think that that has to be the reason. But glitch has a wedge. You know, that that happens where we open the weapon. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I know we're all distressed. (laughs) Glitch has that front plow that. I mean, Rotator has even used that tactic against another horizontal previously, um, mm-hmm. i.e. Tombstone, and you know that it goes upwards. That's that's what happened with Glitch. Mm-hmm. Copperhead doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand, but I think what you were about to say, it, he got inside his own head, I think. Yeah. Surely. I mean, and there could be even something that none of us know that he's just harboring the secret self-destruct button on Rotator that would be triggered by <laughs> starting right side up, right? Because um, we kind of have some things that I have in the back of my head that I hope no one ever you thinks about. You have a huge self-destruct button? We have multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know. Um, is, it, is it each team member? Do you, do you, uh, do you each have one? <laughs> Just don't trust that Peter won't walk over to the other side. No, I'm uh, <laughs> tell them, 
to just punch me and then it's all over yeah Um, no it's like we've i think all done it if you built robots and and experienced it where you just think that i i will x will happen then y then z then q and i'll win but then Mm. also x will happen then y then z then q and i'll lose Mm. and and, you know primary example of that is when we fought gigabyte we came up with an entirely new strategy for fighting gigabyte and and one of those aspects worked and helped us win but the other many were completely irrelevant and redundant and from us worrying about uh that fight and Mm. and you know it's one of our new team members this year who's only experienced local events where you have 20 minutes turning a robot said this is worse because you have an entire day to sit and worry change stuff and if you're just confident and stick with your robot cards fall how they fall and you still find a champion at the end of the day and it's usually Mm -hmm. still the best robot you always sit and you worry (laughs) it's worse yeah and we, we've we always championed victor as being like the king statistician like he has so many configurations for this robot yeah. uh his his configs finally caught up with him i guess <laughs> in the well we also said it was a couple of weeks ago in, in well last in the week even that whoever beats rotator in the bracket tends to go on to yep. win the championship so copperhead well done well done yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant job copperhead you know you you're the season's champion yeah we're sitting in a couple we, days you've got the nut it's all yeah. over We'll yeah. we'll see you next year for the Robocast. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Um, I I will I mean, say it wasn't. It wasn't all... to rotators quality too. Is, yes. is it takes champion level robots to beat them? And, Correct. and if you for like their fight with Tantrum last year, they were not losing. No, no, they were not. End, end game so close could have been yeah another result. You know, Absolutely. unbelievable. That could have gone either way too. It's never they're never getting slaughtered, and mm. and they are always competitive against so many people. And I think they. Especially this year, it felt very quiet. How, how good it well, was. Well, you know, they they had that they had the struggles at the start with with Hydra. I mean, any any mm. team can struggle with Hydra, it's but Hydra, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, even pre Hydra, where you had to like throw it. a whole receiver transmitter setup and just say bye and just start all yeah. over again with mm. a different setup. Uh, and the weapon issues they had change, as well. That's a huge yeah. change to make it an event. Mm-hmm. How how your robot controls? Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge change. Uh, and you're right with the mention of one one weapon motor instead of two. Mm-hmm. Right, with two and and running one the whole year like yeah can't, not, can't even pay rotator <laughs> no yeah. it's not and it's, it's still in the round of 32 and still gave yeah. copperhead three minutes and yeah i feel like we haven't talked enough well. about i was gonna say we really haven't talked enough about copperhead copperhead was limping on one t- wheel for a while i feel like it's a whole fight in most, yeah in, mm. in, in most of its fights copperhead it, it feels like it's it does it takes a lot for it to turn on the spot I don't know. It just feels like it's heavier. It's denser. Like mm. I feel like it, I. I don't. I don't know what it is. Or maybe it's just. Maybe it's just my brain tricking my eyes. Uh, I think there's a it, lot of weight sitting on the feet. Yes. Okay. And you absolutely. get all the friction from anything. Right? It always feels like it's dragging a little bit. You know where it feels. I like do it's wonder if there's still some lasting problems from their fight against Ripperoni. With pizza, yeah. Mm, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, I don't it's know a... what exactly failed in it. I don't know if you guys saw a post or anything, but it's... Uh, I believe drive chains and, al- and also the and that's that's where it, all of its switches are i think as well yeah, so. it, it, yeah it hit yeah. the power power center because <laughs> it has like a little push button on the back and then they'll do it <laughs> one, one, when they hold that push button it charges all the circuits and then they click a button and it stays on you know so you don't have arcing on all your connections and you don't have to change connections so they don't fail whatever um robert did a nice post about that a couple years ago now and about how it about how copperhead turns on i recommend people check that out because uh, it's interesting um but yeah no it, it it definitely hit that square <laughs> and that was just lights out for copperhead uh 
but yeah, I mean, they, they did their business. They did, they did well enough and you know, you survived to the bell and, and do, mm. do more than the opponent. You're, the you're giving yourself a good chance. To in which Copperhead has gone to the bell this whole yeah. season. It's either, it's either knocked out its opponent quickly or been knocked out quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see a full. Yeah. It's interesting to see a full three minute Copperhead fight. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, it is a tough little brick. I mean, it, we've until, always known until that. it isn't when you know, th- so it hits it very hard, but yeah, hit in a specific spot. But then there's any bots. I mean, we when we talked about Riptide earlier, there's special spots where you can hit. You know, it's any bot mm-hmm. can come apart. Correct. Final it's fight all, of the episode. It's all the, the game you play, right? If you're if yeah. you build a robot that's impenetrable everywhere, you probably won't have enough of a weapon to do anything to anybody. So mm-hmm. yeah, make, make it out of lead, and it's it's a it's, it's a problem, right? <laughs> oh, you're gonna go for Lego there? You've, no, you've turned. No, I've had a, I've, I've had a busy weekend of that this weekend. Um. Our final fight of the episode. Final fight. Uh, where have we seen this before? The more things change. I feel like I've said this. To be fair, <laughs> this is probably the closest it's been between the two of them. Oh, yeah. and that's saying something because it's been close almost every other times. time. The last few times, I know. Yeah. Um, interesting tactics from Tantrum, which I believe, Jevin, you have a little bit more about. About the weapon. You don't? Okay. Tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Sam I, a... I did. I did notice Strange early look. on in the fight, which might be what you had. Worked, yeah, so Tantrum's weapon was clipping the, the floor. Yeah, yes. the punch wasn't retracting. It looked like, and Mm-mm. and you know, I I think that the tactics were a quick change to be a wedge, essentially yep. A, yep. a brick pin brick, because they couldn't retract the the puncher and and do what they're kind of intending to do. What they did to Hydra, mm-hmm. um, I think that the intention was probably get underneath Endgame and and poke it um, and see what happened <laughs> and the weapon sticking that, right? out further underneath the robot you know like they, they they set it up in such a way where the weapon would actually hit the floor you know it would go out mm. the bottom of the robot so maybe they hopefully would catch forks uh because that's that's the endless battle at this point when you're fighting yeah. a bot like endgame i do remember that happening actually, that yeah. fork meta. <laughs> see, there you go. There you go. i won't i won't question their their choices because i build one very different robot that is irrelevant from how tantrum works <laughs> but it feels odd to me that it hits the floor and maybe potentially not good in case the punch dies but i'm, I'm assuming there's purposes that um mm. that it provides more benefits because they they've, don't do uh, they've... by accident it's actually an ra2 thing where they, they they can clip the floor and it's fine the fl- there you go i thought Wish. about that and I'm glad you said it. <laughs> it, all, it all comes full circle. Um, you'll know you'll know it next series uh, when you know tantrums just driving up walls and things to to escape other robots. And... <laughs> yep. When they figured out how to stack all the bags on top of each other instead of oh yeah, uh, dude, caster yeah. armor's gonna win every time. <laughs> basically, already have it practically. Is what it is. I mean, well, you say that, but we saw tantrums yeah. face get broken in half. I know. First I time it's ever happened. Peeled. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it got sunburned. It, it, it peeled open like pistachio, you know, it, it like you like you you're ripping the shell apart. It was. It <laughs> I never was thought I'd hear. I never That's, thought I'd hear it. They're, they're, you know, it, it's it's quiet because it always does its business and and yeah. wins. But I think that the power in Endgame's weapon is higher than a lot of people are running. I mean, now Witch yeah. Doctor mm-hmm. got its full two fifty, um, yeah. however much they're using, and you're seeing that as well. But you know, Endgame, when it needs to, has the power to go through a lot of stuff. But with all that said. Possible. It still wasn't good enough to knock anything out. No. Because Tantrum pushed it around at the end of this fight. And honestly, tenterhooks at the end of this fight, it was 
so damn close. I will also say this is how they decided to start session thirteen with this <laughs> fight. <laughs> and I, I, um, I know, I know, our, our uh, resident stand-in David was also extremely stressed out about this fight because mm, it's, it's his yeah. favorite favorite robot. So I have actually got written down in the little book of broken dreams um, some some scoring here, and I think it must be how I would have scored the match. Uh, so if, if you'll indulge me, damage four one in favor of Endgame. Fair. Control <laughs> two one in favor of tantrum. Mm -hmm. Okay. Aggression two one in favor of tantrum. Yep. It's I'd still a so. win to end game six yeah. five. Yep. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. I could see that, or I could see a flip to aggression towards end game just from the weapon yeah. usage aspect. Yeah. Correct. Where it's just kind of the whole avert driving forward gets earns a lot of points, which mm -hmm. is a thing in the the scoring category right now. But don't knock it. While it is <laughs> right, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, we, you said you said earlier in the season you wanted to fight Endgame. Is that still the case? I would say yeah. You know, okay. it, it wouldn't happen till the semis, if possible. You know, well, it's, right. it, it would take it would take some doing. So I, I think also, you know, think of where we were at that point mm. after coming off of one good win and and mm. uh, all of the past years stuff that we already talked about. You really yeah. have um, to ask what Endgame would do though, because. Setup wise, I don't know if they have much. They could put on some big, big sheets of the forks. The, of, they're, they're like not big sheets of plastic on the front with no forks running, and then just Stop sort of tip it. over onto their face. But well, it's, it's a choice because I know they're not going to do nothing. Like no, they're way too prepared to have nothing, mm -hmm. and and so it'll be a fight. I think it'll be a good fight. But at the time, it was you know we wanted to express confidence in what we knew Huge can do, mm -hmm. and and you aim for the top, um, and and. Endgame as the Golden Bolt winners and they're number one coming into the season. I think take a page out of Endgame's playbook. They walk in, they win one fight, and they call out the top guy. Yeah. You know, we were really trying to show how we feel differently about this huge mm -hmm. and, and what we wanted this season to be and, and set a tone. And like I was talking about momentum, um, I still want to fight them because the whole point of going to BattleBots is to compare yourself to the best people. Correct. Huge is well aimed at the best people and, and that we're in a good spot for it. And, and, yeah, Endgame is still really scary, and they're still really, really good. But that's that's just the opportunity of the the moment because when you lose to the number one, it's expected. So you've got nothing. It's a free to. shot, isn't it? At the end of the day, yeah. Mm -hmm. and it's just for for a couple of years. You know, Mammoth Hydra Kraken, uh, Riptide Retrograde Switchback. It felt like it'd been a long time since we were fighting. You know, anybody Endgame esque, yeah, yeah, yeah. White Forces and Hypershocks and Whiplash, like really top 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 people hydra basically being the last one and mm -hmm. and i wanted to go at someone on that level again mm -hmm. still waiting for that hydra rematch that true hydra rematch oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm not sure it's worth it <laughs> for the the uh amount of of chatter it would make but you know it'd be a different he, fight and it'd be what i asked i'm very curious that that wasn't one of the fights that they rematched you know well, he, he thinks they he did thinks a fight couple controversies next yeah. season yeah he, he thinks yeah. you're, you're his uh, schedule for next season oh i'm sure <laughs> um, next season it'll be it'll be four people we lost to yeah. just to see what new huge can do right because right like right. i i, I told three, three people the whole you lost thing, it's that huge spun up in like 18 yeah. seconds yes yeah. like you yeah, had nothing to be afraid of in the first place true so yeah yeah Tantrum ends its season at one and four and is out. Yeah. Um, it's been a rough one. They have had yeah. the schedule from hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Technically not the strongest schedule, apparently, because I think Black Dragons, I think somebody did a calculation that Black Dragons uh, had, had the based, hardest based, schedule. Based off of 
their opponents' wins. But um, right, yeah. I think if right. you look on paper, the season, yeah, on, on paper, paper Tantrum <laughs> has uh, one of the hardest alongside probably yeah. Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- those are the two that have really had a, a stinker. And to top it all off, they fight Endgame and, you know, <laughs> right. just, just, just to make it a little bit easier for them. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is you can't even, you know, take back some some major lesson of, of like massive improvements. It's like, well, you mm-hmm. lost Endgame just like we did last year and just like the year before. And it's mm-hmm. you get matched up with this, obviously, this person you know is, is really going to counter you well. And, and so it's like, yeah, it's one in four when you look at the numbers, but when you're fighting the end games of the world, you you're not a one in four robot. You're, yeah. you're you're fighting for the people's enjoyment against the other best people, and and that's yeah. how I I think it's practically a roulette wheel when it comes down to fights at that level. Because then they turn around and they go, the Hydra fight wasn't close, mm-hmm. and they beat Hydra cleanly. Yeah. And, and that's that's like the power of tantrum, and it just sucks that you know when you have a a rough season, you get narratives and and. I I think that if it was full true round robin, um, they'd have a very very positive record. Yeah, yeah. Well, they still have they still have a banner that can't be taken away. They still had that. Yeah, and, uh, this is what I was going to say. They had nothing to prove this series. Honestly, no. yeah. they they won BattleBots. They won BattleBots unbeaten, and we're going to retire yeah. the robot. And they've yeah. got they got an very out of it. Interestingly, so. pa- interesting parallel too with your team. Where like they 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 figured you know what this bot isn't working. Maybe we move on to something else. And I think that's where they're going. I know that. Uh, Aaron has teased. Uh, he teased at Norwalk uh, that they're coming with possibly look, working on those that that with the Torps and the becoming the twins or yeah. something like that. I know he's working on that idea. You know, so this may be the last time we see Tantrum in the main season. Uh, you know, it's there's, it would be heartbreaking, but you know, hey, got to move on. There's now. an interesting conversation to be had about why we do this um, that I'm not going to get totally into, but you know, when bringing a unique robot, a lot of the initial pushes to um, make it work in the first place and see it do what it was supposed to do. Yes. Um, and and then once it's good, that transitioning that into a push to make it incrementally better, mm-hmm. it's a totally different bit of motivation. Whereas if you're always aiming of, I'm going to build a vert, you're kind of intending to get a little bit better every single year. Um, and, and I think that, you know, I can see why if the desire has always been just to make tantrum work and make blip work and do interesting things mm-hmm. that, staring down a, a now you know perpetual history of make tantrum a little bit better isn't going to be the most thrilling thing because I, I feel the same you know it, it was do we really want to do huge more it was in part it was like do we really want to keep honing a thing versus chasing some new mm-hmm. new idea yeah well we so end game's next fight is copperhead right it is yeah so it's a tough one for them i think copperhead is a robot that suits endgame we saw minotaur deal with it last year I, I'm, yeah. I'm not comparing the two because it's hard to compare one with the other but yeah it's got a chance i think it's got a good chance copperhead i but... think endgame's ground game is infinitely better than last year as well this year and why don't they just call it ground game that'd be fun wouldn't it ground game <laughs> <laughs> make it brown yeah uh... <laughs> it's, a br- it's a brown end game it's called ground game i April love it falls next year let's let's make it happen there you go so, so, someone who's good with photoshop can do that. that that sounds like one of the bots you'd buy like from like a vendor on the street and like this is <laughs> a battle is. bot hey you want to buy some like ground a... game yeah. <laughs> it's like how huge we called it humongous or something like that you know just not, 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 not quite not quite there, there. is there's a there's a there's a boot R2 pack isn't there that's, that's similar move on yeah. quickly before we, before <laughs> we, we can go down that rabbit hole there's a line of bootleg toys like little wooden frame toys yes uh, yeah and 
first of all, I was never asked, uh, but there is a huge. <laughs> and and uh, they named wonder. it Mammoth because I don't think they knew <laughs> no. that no. Mammoth was it's, it's a taken, huge looking like, thing called Mammoth. A taken name. And, and it was just a, like Ricky and I were just like, well, what do we do? It's kind of both of us. And I think it's <laughs> There's a Copperhead clone named Diamondback and a Bronco clone and stuff. Yeah, but it, awesome. this was the only one. Where oh, I'm looking at them now. Yours is called Colossus. That's a lie. They, right? yeah. No, they changed it. it. They, oh, they, they changed, changed it. They renamed yeah. it. It was, it think... was indeed called Mammoth for That's a while. Incredible. These are, these are kind of dope, though. We <laughs> <laughs> have got a few. Yeah, we, we, a we, we've done them with the school. Where someone had bought the huge and fought the yeah. tombstone with it. And they posted, like, the blade broke. How do I fix this? And I refrained from commenting because it's not my toy. Right, oh, but I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. When oh, like... shame, sorry. <laughs> you know, like it's just like the real one. The blade's gonna not survive. <laughs> Going weapon to weapon with a tombstone, like that's yeah. Like we talked <laughs> this... at the beginning of the episode, and you looked at Witch Doctor's yeah. hub, and it's like, yeah, I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> right, please buy a, to- a toy from China. Don't fight it against its hard counter, or it might break. Because yeah, turns out also, the, if you find instructions for those things, you're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're a neat thing. But I wish we were a part of it, you know, and it, and it would be a more above board thing. And and mm-hmm. frankly, that's the type of thing they wish BattleBots would offer. But yeah, that's, that's a separate conversation. Is uh, what I have it is on that. So absolutely. Um, yeah. Your opponents, Jonathan, Mad yeah. Catter. Yes. Finally, so, a metavert. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. made it <laughs> to the promised land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, um, you know, the whole bracket is metaverts. Yeah. The entire side of the bracket left is, is Well, metaverse. yeah. So. Yeah, I was going to say, there is a question there. There was a question that we did get from uh, Carl Larson, uh, klarson888 on Twitter, where they, they kind of say that, like, your path to the nut uh, seems to be a lot of metaverts. <laughs> you know, it seems <laughs> to be loaded with strong spinners. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's uh, are there any of them that kind of worried you? Does this one worry you? Uh, you know, or do I you think... just wipe the table with them? They all do for different reasons. And and in the same sense, it's it's you know it's totally up the alley of not taking anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, so the different reasons are for Mad Catter, it's the arm. You don't know what's going to end up on it. Mm-hmm. Jackpot had teased photos of a bike rack that they could attach to their lifting arms. Sure. End game is is amazingly <laughs> prepared, so we know they They're have crafty. things. <laughs> um, I we have you know we don't hit the hardest of everybody, and Copperhead's a brick. Like there's there's mm-hmm. so many people on our side of the bracket that can cause unique problems um and and this was you know it was interesting because it had been so long since we prepared to fight a vertical spinner and we'd spent yeah. as i mentioned way earlier so long talking about every anti-meta every weird prepared for anything yeah we hadn't spent There's a long time <laughs> talking about the vertical spinners yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can't say it this week because it'll be next week but jevin i think you told me or somebody showed me yes. that there's a funny moment coming yes, in the is. next after the, the the next road to the giant nut that okay, come on yes. man <laughs> we'll we'll, get, say we'll no. save that for next week <laughs> yeah yes. um we have some fun on that but yes it, it, you know in this fight we're looking at like kind of plans and just like is it really just do nothing and just run huge out there as it is so mm-hmm. we we fashioned up some little extra chin tegris just in case they bounce up or they, you know, find some way to put the vert higher or something mm-hmm. like that. We run a little bit of config like that, but it's it's you know, we that was a lot of what that round thirty two pressure was for us mm-hmm. was we know at local events you get through the first two rounds and then you're golden from there. Mm-hmm. We always call it fall up a bracket. Yeah. Um, we've made it past round one. We beat the weird thing. Now it's time for the now it's the now we're butter. here. Now it's business yeah. time. 
Right. Yeah. And, and and it's one fight at a time. So Mad Catter is, is doing the same thing we always do. Scope out the armor. Scope out how everything's attached. What do we want to hit? What are the points we need to hit? And then what do we need to prepare for? Um, and so, you know, they, they were talking attachments and they have some attachment things. There's stuff duct taped to it. There's all sorts of things that, that the pre-fight shenanigans always have. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a vertical spinner. So that, that mm-hmm. puts the ball in our court in a, a way that it hadn't been, you know, arguably the fusion fight but mm-hmm. but that has its own risks like yeah correct. yeah all right here we are let's see yeah. let's see what the top guys have yeah, um, speaking of the top guys even if let, let's say you get through the round of 16 your round of eight opponents either which dr lockjaw so you get another one uh let's see what so. the really top guys have and, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then it could be end game or riptide again yeah you know, hypershock again what is it you know, copperhead. riptide copperhead and hypershock yeah so <laughs> yeah just, filth isn't it it really is the tallest of of all of them and and you know we saw what happened last year right so who knows yeah who knows but in right and that's the thing preventing what happened last time hypershock really had us on the ropes in in our fight with them like it's the same thing as we mentioned or as i mentioned for blip it's like there are no foregone conclusions because everyone is trying they're not just going to die they're not just going to choose to die they have to adapt and Mm -hmm. They're all getting better at adapting and and coming up with stuff, and it's like we have to be very mindful of that going in, or, or we're gonna get blindsided one of these days. And and you don't want to get blindsided in the tournament. So, no. no. Okay, Jonathan, I'm very aware this has been one of probably the longest podcasts of the season, and, I, and I'm, I'm very thankful for it because there was a lot to talk about. It's been a yes. sheer delight. We have two very special questions that we've we've picked out. Okay. This will oh, be rise up, rise up your streets. Okay. Yeah. So our first nice, like decompression from all it this. Really is. <laughs> so our first question we got direct messaged for we, this. We one. did. It's a direct message from Jonas Kurtz. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he knows where and, this is going. And Jonas asks, which is your favorite beetle out of these? Snappy, Sir Lancer Frog, or Ryukushin? <laughs> Pick your favorite. <laughs> Always on the spot now. Which one I'll give a good one friend behind and two it. enemies. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I love all of them. Of course, um, oh, yeah. And I've, uh, you know, whenever they ask for help, I try and provide it and cheer them on and, and everything. Um, I will say that of of that group of friends, Snappy was the first of the three that existed for me to cheer on as someone who had done robot video games and yep. said, nah, I'm going to go build real stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think seeing other people make that jump. Um, I mean, one of them was Mike Jeffries. I mm-hmm. knew yeah. him. Yeah, he's another one that's got a background in RA too. I, that, that, that's what I mean. It's like Mike these people. Jeffries. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah, we, we've heard of him, right? Um, I think. And, yeah. and, and uh, they're on a podcast. Adam Wrigley was talking about that he knows Matt Boris through Robin Ray too. Yeah. So lots of C got for him. Um, Snappy was the first one I was rooting for of the three. And, and okay. it has a very warm place in my heart because of that. Yeah. Will I say it's my 100% favorite? Pick a favorite child? No. Um, <laughs> I love all three of them, but Snappy was the first one I was rooting for as a three. Okay. And, and I think in, in some ways is, you know, help paving the way to say that this is a, a, an approachable enough sport to go try and do something. And yeah. obviously we're not, we're fairly sky's the limit people when it comes to, to doing something. And, mm-hmm. and we took huge all the way. Um, to, to battle bots but mm-hmm. you know they, it's a road paved with a lot of other people who showed us that you could go do that so mm-hmm. 
fair, a, a, a fair decision. The last question we have, which we had a little a little conversation about pre-recording, but we'll we've yeah. we'll delve in a little bit. Um, Jack, uh, builder of Choppy Boy and one of the runners of the BattleBots wiki, asks, "What is your favorite SpongeBob episode?" Yeah, so for people who don't know, the original team theme of uh, Team Huge was Gold Team Rules, which my girlfriend Maddie, who you'll see on every season of BattleBots with mm-hmm. us, uh, came up with as a team idea name because we had no idea what to name it. And it was one throwaway gag in an episode from like 1999 of SpongeBob. <laughs> and you can tell exactly the two year age range people fall into, whether or not they understand what we're talking about or not. Jevin has no idea. He has, he's, I do. He's, he's, <laughs> it's not even that funny, but it's just funny because you know you name your team rules. It's, I'm explaining the joke, anyways. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It, it was the right time for me when I was a little kid. It resonates with all of us. Um, so for me, there was an episode of SpongeBob where they it's the Krabby Patty training video. Yes, and and they go through because the Krabby Patty is a secret formula. That's the whole joke, and mm-hmm. they go through the entire 15 minute thing that they're gonna say the formula, and then they get to the end of the episode and they say and the formula is and it just cuts and then <laughs> the credits i i mean i was like six years old i legitimately thought there was a problem with the television <laughs> so <I cut> out. <laughs> like like that they were gonna say it I, and and i felt very betrayed and tried to find ken on the guide and watched it again because it was 1990 whatever and, and there's no on demand or anything mm-hmm. so wait for it to come back on tv and watch it again and then it kind of clicked that that was the joke um but so from a betrayed seven-year-old that was that's always a warm spot of uh, a, a happy time watching spongebob and, and not worrying about the world and building robots out of lego on the floor because i was still a BattleBots obsessed little little kid at the yeah. time so. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of us never grow out of that do they jevin yeah nope <laughs> um jonathan this has been a sheer cheer i don't think i've laughed so much this whole season um and thank you for an incredible insight into so many different facets of not just your robot but also your life outside of robots as well this has been a a, a joy and good luck for the rest of the season it's not over yet what's going on no, we're not out yet we're still here <laughs> usually when i'm on the pod it's like yeah we had a great year yeah. like week 10 so um yeah uh, <laughs> Thank you all. It's been a ton of fun. Thank you, dude. With all that said, I've been Sam Elliott 64. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I've been Walter Woodrow. I've been Jonathan Schultz from that robot fighting TV show we watch sometimes. And <laughs> the three of us will see you next week soon for more round of 32 action. Yeah. Also, cute eyes win. <laughs> <laughs> After we win the net, we're done angry. Okay, there, there, there we go. go. <laughs> we'll see you then, folks, for more BattleBots.